What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. New, 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 new world The order. king of kings, the king of content, the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one. A.K.A. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus. And you're in here live in the Desert Storm bunker with Black Moses and every woman's fantasy, Mr. E.W.F., and see God Allah in the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. You're back with the extraordinary show, the extraordinary show, the infamous and the infamous, the world famous. All right, I got a whole bunch of nicknames. And the best edutainment here on YouTube, the best morning show there is Coach Graybeard in the house. And we got a great show for you lined up today. Today's topic is she never feels guilt, true guilt, but she always feels a ton of regret. And this is going to be a series that we're going to have to say that uh, that uh, we're understanding women. Why understanding women is the best position for men. And if you're just joining us, do me a favor, strike that like button. And as we tell you here, men are in love, women are in business. And the best position for leveraging options is for men to understand women and not to love them that's going to give you everything for yourself and ladies it is the best situation for you definitely it's the situation for you and that's you all right anyway we're going to talk about it (laughs) all right yes indeed we got a great show we got straggle and sniggle theater coming up we're going to give you an update on um on uh what is our update we got straggle and sniggle theater quite a bit no doom and gloom today we're going to talk about Malika, Malika Andrews, taking over at ESPN. New, 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 new the ship order. is sinking. The ship is sinking. There's a leak. There's a leak in the boiler room. The poor, the lame, the blind. Who are the ones that we kept in charge? Killers, thieves, and lawyers. God's definitely away on business. Malika Andrews taking over at ESPN. That ship is sinking. I never thought ESPN could go out of business, but Malika Andrews definitely putting them out of business over there. All right, we're going to talk about postpartum depression, give you a review on that. And we're going to talk about a very sensitive subject, which is called grape fantasy for women. And a husband catches his wife reviewing grape porn. All right, and I've talked to you about grape fantasy in women. And we'll understand women in our series of understanding women. We're going to talk about how many women or how prevalent is grape fantasy. Mm, We're going to break some ninjas hearts today. All right. We're going to break some ninjas hearts today. They're going to be, you're breaking my heart. Oh, Lord. Breaking my heart. Pretty brown eyes. Man, some ninjas, man. I be breaking. You know what, ladies? You think you got it bad over here. You got it bad. I break a lot of men's heart over here, <laughs> right? I probably have broken more men's hearts than women. Definitely. Because we got a lot of sucker for love ninjas over here, for real. Sucker for love. 99% of men are now, they don't know what to do with their lives. Although I gave them the book, The Free Agent Lifestyle. I gave them all the possibilities of life, but they still stuck in love because they suck up for love ninjas. And they angry, they hurt. 
<laughs> All right. We don't call them hurt, but they're angry. You know what I mean? And anger is a real stage of going through this reality check. And if you don't like the reality check, go somewhere else. I'm not going to change the show up for you. All right. I'm just a realistic person. I don't deal with the what ifs. I deal with the what is. And so I tell you what it is. I don't deal with, I don't say what it possibly can be. I tell you what it is. And I tell you what it's going to be. All right. Not what it possibly can be. So um, uh, uh, we use, we use basically uh, thousands of years of human behavior. And I have no faith in humanity at all whatsoever. And so thus um, we have history as to why to not ever have faith in humanity, have faith in yourself and or trust that you can actually lead your life as opposed to others. But listen, not everybody can be me. Not everybody can be other people here that follow their own path and purpose and the free agent lifestyle or whatever they follow. Not everybody can be that. So a lot of ninjas run around here. They stuck. <laughs> they be out here stuck, mad, trying to call people out because they can't do. You ain't got no leveraging options. It's all right, ladies. You know, you're not alone. You are not alone. The heartbreak kid, the heartbreak kid. We got another nickname. There was another nickname somebody actually gave me this week. I'm going to have to remember that. But I am Mr. Total Package Facial himself as well. We're going to write down all my nicknames. All right, uh, the Heartbreak Kid, although I'm an old man. Yes, the Heartbreak Podcaster. All right, the Heartbreak Kid himself. Oh, we're going to have to, man. I'm going to have to write all these down. But uh, yeah, man, some dudes don't know. You know what I mean? It is what it is. So look, without further ado, hit the like button. We got almost 800 people in here within the first 10 minutes of the show. My goodness, man. Listen, dude, if I wasn't demonetized, you realize how big I, my show would be? If I was not demonetized, you realize how big I would be? Pause. I mean, geez. I mean, I had people that had, like, I've had 200,000 subs on my main channel for, like, three years. <laughs> three years. And it's been stuck there since the demonetization uh, two years ago. And every other people that been, I, I passed them up on my way up. They've been on here for eight years. They're finally just passing me. I mean, I feel like what men have to do for women, right? What men have to do for women. These, these dudes had 20,000 subs and I was sitting there at 200,000 two and a half years ago and they all passed me up. It's crazy. It is crazy. But uh, yeah, you realize how big this show would be if there was no demonetization. It would be insane. I would be having tens and tens and thousands of people in here. The tens of thousands and thousands of people. But anyway, I don't worry about all that. We worry about who's here. We worry about who's here. I would take over YouTube if, if there was no demonetization. I literally would. Like, I'm getting, this is, it's just crazy. It's just crazy, but they know that. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, but if we get the likes up, it would really help. I mean, come on. If we get the like when we give you the likes up, it would really help. Well, without further ado, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You can also Vibbo at Coach Greg Adams TV, and you can uh, super chat on the Notorious CGA new, channel. New, 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 new world order. All right, the Notorious CGA channel. Uh, I remember uh, uh, the Hodge twins at one point, they told me they were demonetized. Well, they didn't tell me. I found out that a lot of their channels were demonetized as well um, early on, early on. I think, um, you know, when I was, I think about three years ago and uh, I was like, dang, you know what I mean? Like that was like, that sucks. <laughs> like they were completely demonetized like years ago. Now, I don't know what their situation is now. They might've got remonetized and I'm not even um, considering it right now. Just, it's just too much to uh, jump through. 
But uh, I remember when I found out they were, I was like, dang, man. Uh, a lot of channels that you don't know are demonetized. Um, and by the way, if you're a YouTube content creator and you say demonetized is a little yellow money symbol, you're an asshole. That is not demonetized. That means they just removed significant ad revenue from your video. <laughs> they be, all right. Uh, they be sitting there like, oh, my video got demonetized. And I'm like, what? And I'll look and they'll be like, look, it's a yellow symbol. I'm like, bro, I haven't never had yellow. I've never had green symbols on my videos. The hell are you talking about? I've always had yellow symbols, and then they completely removed all monetization. That's demonetized. Demonetized is in your little video got a yellow symbol, and then you went in and re-edited it so it could get a green symbol. That's not, that's not demonetized. <laughs> They'd be like, look, they demonetized my video. That is not demonetized, you goofy. You still get 10% of the revenue. Uh, you still get 10% or maybe 20% of the ad, ad revenue that you would have got. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> they put their little yellow symbol up. Look, they took out the... That's not demonetization. Demonetization is when they contact your channel and they say, none of your... Your whole channel is, has no ad revenue. That's demonetized. <laughs> All right, and I have like eight channels that have that. Where they just slapped it and said, boom, you will receive zero ad revenue that's demonetized <laughs> all right anyway and when i call myself the demonetized champion of the world that's what i have imagine getting eight eight emails and it goes demonetize your channel demonetized your channel was no longer monetizing your channel is no longer monetizing and of course when that happens you don't get any you don't get pushed through the you don't get pushed through the main youtube you don't get you don't get um you don't get you're basically shadow banned all right, so if anybody wanted to know. Yeah, I see Pearl, and I see a couple of other people in the red pill do that. Look, y'all, yellow symbol. Oh, my. <laughs> Try your channel is no longer monetizing, and then times that by eight and see how you feel. Ninjas would go crazy. Do you know how crazy people would go? Ninjas, you would, you would. I remember YouTube did that to a woman, and she drove to YouTube, fam. <laughs> She drove up to YouTube with a gun in her trunk. Who remembers that? That's called demonetization. She was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> she got in the car. Vroom, she drove up to YouTube, to the door. It was about to kick in the dough, wave in the faux faux. Yellow signs, man. <laughs> they have no idea what that means. Anyway, he says, get that. No, 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 no. All right, if I want to sell something, it's going to be Vince McMahon style. It's going to be my. Get my books. That helps. Get my books. I don't need y'all to get no damn, uh, you know, I don't need to be like, hey, y'all, do you want to shave your balls? All right, shave your balls. Do you want to dye your hair? All right, do you want good, clean skin? All right, ladies, I got the serum for the skin. I don't need to sell nobody else's skin care. All right, so buy my books. That's how you stay good. That's how you stay good. Join the money mindset. Go on Locals. All right, send a super chat. Send a, send a cash app. All right, I ain't trying to sell you no damn face cream. Share you something to shave your balls. <laughs> All right, anyway. Hey, do you want to shave your balls so that they're crystal clear? <laughs> All right, anyway. You want to shave your ball sack so the girl can lick it up and down until you say stop? Here, get this razor. All right, anyway. <laughs> Listen. Nah, man, I'm good. Hey, go get the free agent lifestyle book, fam. 
All right, the link is in the description box below. Go get the book. Where are we at? Uh, listen, man, one of these days I'm going to be like, oh, can I sell your ball? Can I sell your ball razor? I'm broke. Can't you see? Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, <laughs> stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Yeah, man. At one point, I'm going to be begging, hey, man, um, can, can I sell your ball razor and give my audience 20% off? All right, all you have to put is milk dud. That's the 10% off. We got it. Connor got it. Uh, put 10% milk dud for 10% off. I need a couple of kickbacks here. I mean, how much could you pop? Anyway. <laughs> all right, listen. Oh, man. And YouTube, yeah, YouTube is getting 30% of Super Chats anyway, so hit that cash app. Hit that cash app. Anyway, enough of the bullshit. We ain't, you're not here for that. You're not here for that shit. You're here for the realest show on YouTube. Let's get to it here by getting to the earlier contributors to the day show. Albert Wesker says XX has claimed no regret, but steady pop antidepressants. Give him an L for that. The antidepressant movement. Isn't that depressing? Isn't that depressing? They be popping them pills. I have anxiety, stress. There's a dark cloud over my head. They be like, pop, pop, pop. Doing the stanky leg afterwards. All right, popping pills. Uh... I have a question with related to depression. Like, do you believe in like people be like, do you believe in believe in depression? I'm like, not really. I believe you're going through a rough patch, but I do believe in euphoria. All right. Do you have, do you believe in euphoria? Like just trade your depression in for euphoria. But like, well, there's only so much euphoria. You can, well, there's only so much depression. Get the hell up out of here. Get out of my damn office. <laughs> you're just going to be depressed. Just when does it end? Anyone? How about some euphoria? I mean, how do you get euphoria? First of all, have a positive outlook. Second of all, probably ejaculate. Third, go for a run. Four, work out. Five, stop eating junk. Six, stop drinking alcohol. Seven, stop smoking dope. Eight. (laughs) I mean, there's a whole bunch of ways that you could change your mindset real quick, but you don't want to do it. (laughs) I just gave y'all a whole bunch of help. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm the master here. Get that euphoria roaring. Roar! Go jump some rope, ninja. I mean, there's a whole bunch, man. Go look at some beautiful women. The beautiful people. All right, anyway, man. Shout out to uh, Marriage Causes Divorce. He says, free agent lifestyle is pure facts. Long-term relationships are out of the question. LTRs only serve. 304s and allow them to extract the maximum value out of you. And then he says, 304s are like vampires. CGA is the goat. And of course, whatever you put in, you don't get back. Yeah, go to sleep early. Wake up early. I mean, there's so much you can do, fam. But you want me to drag. I'm surprised, man. Listen, if you're depressed, go get some goddamn help. Um, I don't mean to t- treat it as a joke. But, man, do not drag me down in that pit of, uh, that pit of pity. Like, you want me to be in your pit of pity? Man, hell no. <laughs> People hate when I talk about this, but do not drag me down in that shit because there's no, tr- there's no cure for it. It's only treatment. And I'm not going to be there with your monkey ass in your pit of pity. Your, your, <laughs> uh, your pit of pity party of one, and you trying to make, a, make it a, a, a party of two. I'm not trying to be down there with you. All right? Why don't you join me? And waking your punk ass up at an honest hour. 
Why don't you join me and stop smoking dope and popping pills? Why don't you join me in going out to the junior college and bending over and clap cheeks? Why don't you join me in, in going on a jog? Yeah, you don't want to do that. You want me to drag me in your pity party of one while you pop pills and still nothing happens over two years. Man, get your punk ass out of here. All right. I'm never, never going to drag me down to that. Never. I'm never going to be down in that belief system with you. All right, but uh, if you want to do that, go have your pity party of one over there. Just don't hurt nobody else. <laughs> that shit is not tolerated over here. I don't tolerate that mindset or that behavior. If that's where you want to be, go be it, and don't hurt nobody else around here. <laughs> anyway. We got Anthony says, what website do you usually find your blue chip articles and stories? Um, we have help from the coach gang and there's, they're all over the place. I don't have one website, so there's, they're everywhere. Marriage causes divorce says a man will sacrifice his life for his family. A woman will sacrifice her family for her life. He says the Jezebel Lillis and Delilah's will never change. No, not at all. All right. Delta Fox, shout out to you. Good to see you over here again. Let me see if I can get this right here. I'm rich, uh, she says, it's payday and I'm sniggling in Santa Barbara today. I'm catching the replays this week because they're working me like a slave. Shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to you. Indeed. Oh, by the way, go travel. Go take a car trip. There's so many things you can do, man. There's so many things you could do, and scientifically, these are proven to help. All right, eat some good food. Stop eating that Popeye's chicken all the time. You eating all that fast food. <laughs> do some damn push-ups. Adam Bomb is in the building. Shout out to the Heartbreak Milk Dud in the building. Free agent lifestyle for life. Francine Cook is in the building. Yes, we have ladies watching me. We have two ladies that have already super chatted. She says the eight-time demonetized Kang of Kangs in the building. She says, you're on to something. We got something going on here, and we're just getting started, right? DJ says, some change for CGA's karaoke session and the demonizers, demonetizers in the building, the demonetizers. And Ennis says, watching you and hitting this nose candy is the best, all right? Shout out to you. I don't know. There might be, uh, there might be uh, some people who get high during my streams. But look, I'm going to do the Straggle and Sniggle Theater, and I'm going to come back to the PayPal's Cash Apps and the Venmos. I appreciate y'all getting in here early. So uh, let's ride with that Straggle and Sniggle Theater. How about that? Yeah, let's get it. All right, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Hope you heard the intro. And we got uh, first up, apparently, uh, UPS, the people at UPS, are making six figures, all right? UPS is a fantastic company. They have a fantastic, um, they have a fantastic business model, which, um, you know, the original business model of the UPS was that they were going to promote from within. All right, the intro music didn't come in. Ah, oh, damn. You know what happens, man? I, try, I change up a setting or two, and they mess things up. But you know what? Let's hear that beautiful intro music again. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, did you hear it that time? All right, let's get back to UPS. 
Uh, UPS uh, has a fantastic business model. Usually at the beginning, what they'll do is, uh, well, years ago, they were promote from within. So uh, in order to rise up in their company, uh, they would have you start at the bottom and then you will be here. All right. You started from the bottom and then you're here. So uh, they do encourage people to start as a driver, you know, boxing stuff up, delivery, and then they'll move you up the company. They want their people to be a, a part of the company culture and drink that Kool-Aid. I don't know if they do it now, but that's what they used to do. And um, that's why UPS is a definitely a successful company because they either, they used to have that business model. I don't know if they still do, but um, they also try to do the best for their employees. And I think they have unions, right? So now the UPS drivers, delivery people, they be making like $100,000 a year. You have the ability to make $100,000 a year. Now, this is blue-collar work, no doubt. This is blue-collar work. And uh, since it's blue-collar work, you know what I mean? Uh, people think these people are poor guys and blue-collar workers. They ain't shit. They used to be a phrase in the uh, song Catching the vapor Vapors. Um, um, the Vapors said, Ninja, please, you work for UPS. Remember that? And so that was uh, Biz Marquis. He had that line. Ninja, please, you work for UPS. And somebody says, correct, CGA, I'm a FedEx driver. Been trying to get in there for years. Yeah, they have a, an amazing company culture. And um, this is why they have a good loyalty. Now, UPS drivers and FedEx drivers will run your ass off the road. They will run your ass off the road. So you got to be careful, man, because they own a clock. Amazon drivers, too. Them ninjas will run red lights. Try to they be trying to kill people out here. Let me see if I can pull up the article on UPS hundred uh, k uh, drivers right here. Let me see hundred uh, k a year. Let me see it says right here. Do UPS drivers make hundred k a year? Uh, somebody says I made over hundred k as a package driver every year. There was a I, there was an article. Um, it's not coming up, but I did see this on I, I did see this somewhere. But anyway, there's a meme. That's going to address this $49 an hour for UPS. All right, there you go. $49 an hour for UPS. And this is something that's been happening um, recently. I don't have a good article on it, but you can see there's some YouTubers that have been talking about this as well. So anyway, let me go back to the original thing. Since it's coming out, came out, this meme has come out right here. And uh, since, uh, you know, women are always on the prowl, they're apex predators. She's going to approach this UPS driver. UPS driver, um, because she's thinking that he makes 100K. Let's go ahead and play it. Oh, oh hey, hi. How are you? you? You work for UPS. I hear you guys make the six figures now. You, you got a package for me? No. No? Do you want me to be your package? Because six figures sounds great. All right. Yeah? I'm single. Bye, boo. See you. All right, and so, yes, this is obviously a skit. This is obviously a skit, but um, people are saying depends on where you live. People, you have to have four years in as a driver, so you're not just going to sign up and get to $49 an hour, right? It just depends on where you live. But as you can see here, the word has gotten out, and the apex predators are, are on the prowl. Meow. They're on the prowl, and they're on their back exposing their bellies with their legs wide open, exposing that. Mm, that sweet, sweet honey. So here's what we got. We got women on the prowl trying to, and look, uh, this is a skit. Yeah, but as you can see here, this woman is badly made. There's no doubt about it. All right, she's oblong and built sideways, but, you know, she ain't bad. 
And this poor guy has to be putting up with these gold diggers out here trying to sniff around for a free dollar, according to this skit. Let's play it again. Oh, oh hey. Hi. How are you? You, you work for UPS. See? Back in the day, Ninja Please, you work for UPS. She looked pregnant right now. She looked like she just delivered a baby, but that's neither here nor there. I hear you guys making six figures now. You, you got a package for me? <laughs> I, I, look at this, boy. <laughs> Listen, women on the prowl, when they smell money, <clears throat> when they smell money, they be like, I need money. Money, 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 money. Like, they, women have everything but money. Like, in this world... Women have everything but money. Like, they can make you rich. They just don't have the riches. I'll inspire you. I'll make you rich. Yeah, by becoming, by marrying you and becoming your slave. All right, and the richness benefits you, not me. Okay? I'm only becoming rich to keep up with your bullshit. But here she is stopping this ninja. Like, what type of harassment is this? Like, ladies, if a man stops you like this in the middle of the road, this is sexual harassment. This will be a charge. He would be going to jail, but you're going to have the nerve to put your greasy ass hands on his hand truck. This is definitely despicable behavior. It's beyond reprehensible. It's unconscionable and it's damn right despicable. All right. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Do you want me to be your package, man? You know what I mean? He just want to be a good man. Look at what this good man right here. He's just a good man, good-hearted man. And she out here with these soggy waggies, saggy waggies, trying to distract him. And he probably got a whole wife at home. The six figures sounds great. All right. Yeah. Look at how thirsty they are. Well, she thirsty. Thirsty. I'm single. I'm single. Boy, women thirsty, man. Never think women aren't thirsty out here. They thirsty. And if they can smell you got some money, <laughs> if they can smell you got some money, the desperation will be in the air. Yeah, she got her nails done. Women always going to get their nails done. All right, they always going to have somebody get their nails done. All right, and uh, she walking around with fast food from the deli. Bye, boo. See you. Yeah, they be real nice to you when you got a couple of dollars. And guys, you don't even need that much money. You don't even need that much money. I don't know some women like, I don't care about money. All right, tell me that when rent is due. I know. Hey, Your rent's due, motherfucker. Tell me, tell me that around the first of the month and you came up shelf. And you need somebody to fix that bind. <laughs> All right, man, don't go for that, man. Don't go for that. Anyway, have some standards out here. What's next on Straggle and Sniggle Theater? We have, oh, my goodness. We're going to, I believe this is Communita. Uh, This is a woman who's um, apparently somewhere at a Planned Parenthood facility, and she wanted to announce it on the Internet. Now, there's some mixed views on this one, but uh, let's take a look here. Uh, there she is right there. Uh, she looks like she already has a baby. I can already tell, ladies. <laughs> I can already tell if you already have children and she already has children. All right. Um, listen, I remember I had a nice young piece of calico come over one time, story time. And uh, she came over and uh, she's like, you know, I'll tell you her age. She was in her early 20s and she came over. She was in a bind and needed somebody to fix her bind. And I fixed her bind. And then she was like, yeah, you know, I didn't want to tell you, but I have a kid. And I was like, I already knew. She was like, how you know? <laughs> I was like, yo, titties are saggy and all stretch marks all over them. Mm. Like, look at your titties. Look at your stomach. Look like balled up homework. I mean, I can already tell you had been breastfed already. 
And this one got the signs already. Take a look at them, man. You already got a kid. All right. And now she's trying to terminate. She the Terminator going to terminate another one. Let's go ahead and let her play it. At the abortion clinic. About to have my abortion. My nigga act crazy. I'm about to get rid of his baby. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Huh. She said, look at that. Now, okay. I'm, I'm quite confused as to why <laughs> she said she's going to make this video. I'm at the abortion clinic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm at the abortion clinic. I'm fixing to get rid of his baby. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the sassy... Mm-hmm. Like, what is this, fam? Like, what? <laughs> what are we doing, man? To the abyss we go. America, I'm sorry. America, there's not much time left. I mean, I'm not trying to scare you, but this is, this is, this is not it, guys. This is, we're done. We're done. The number one killers of black men in the community are right here. It's not other black men. But uh, what are we doing? Okay, now, first of all, let's just, let's just, play devil's advocate here it is fine that she's not gonna put him on child support okay i guess we have to chalk up a w somewhere and this woman does not need another baby so she is not gonna get any additional welfare so at least the guy doesn't have to have that but it sounds like she's using this as a revenge tactic sounds like the guy wants to have the baby and she's not gonna have the baby because he wants the baby now if he didn't want the baby she would have the baby this is how they work <laughs> remember we gotta understand women yes wearing a cross on her neck jesus help me jesus help me she's she's bragging that she's gonna terminate this ninja's baby let me play it again so you didn't you guys think i make this shit up you think i make this up about them this is a terminator if he didn't want the baby, she surely would have it. And the reason why she's making the video is because the guy wants the baby. All right, let, let me play it again for you in case you missed it. At the abortion clinic, about to have my abortion. My nigga act crazy, I'm about to get rid of his baby. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, man, dude, we in trouble, fam. She said my ninja acting crazy. So I'm about to get rid of his baby. Oh, man. What are we supposed to do, man, with this? There's no, we can't control this, fam. So she could go back to these streets, man. In these streets? Hey, man, who the pappy of this baby? I'm the pappy. All right, who the pappy of this baby? She out here deleting, and she's only doing it because her ninja is acting crazy and wants the baby. Can't make it up, man. All right, we got the next one here. It's another skit. Yeah. Unfortunately, the previous one wasn't a skit. We have a guy. Uh, it, this might be a skit. A guy that is coming from Hooters. We talked about Hooters yesterday. And shout out to Therese in here, female. She, she's a Hooters manager, I believe she is. Uh, but this guy's coming from Hooters, and um, her girl, his girlfriend is upset. Let's play the video. Y'all, I just pulled up to Hooters and my man is sitting here eating at Hooters. Like, y'all, no freaking joke. He literally sitting down at Hooters eating. Like, I done came in and everything. That's why you're certain messed up, because why are you even at Hooters in the first place? You ain't had to pull me by my shirt in front of all those I don't care. Though. You should have been at Hooters, bro. You, you gonna try to call me. Move your kind of I'm not moving car. nothing. Go home. Y'all, I just pulled up to Hooters and my man is sitting here eating at Hooters. Like, y'all, no freaking joke. He literally sitting down at Hooters eating. Like, I done came in 
and everything. That's why you're certain messed up. Because why are you even at Hooters in the first place? You ain't had to pull me by my shirt in front of all of I don't people, care. Though. You shouldn't have been at Hooters, bro. You you gonna try to call me. Move your kind of I'm not moving car. nothing. Go home. All right, so we got a Lambo and a S550, or this might be a Corvette. I think it's a Corvette. It looks more like a Corvette. Definitely not a Lambo. Might, yeah, it looks like a Corvette. I can't see the front. Um, and uh, she has a Mercedes S550. So I'm assuming these people are content creators. All right, they're content creators, um, judging from their page. So this is a skit. All right, this is a skit, which I don't understand. What is the big deal about Hooters? Somebody has to put, Somebody has to fill me in as to why she's upset that he's at Hooters. Of course, you know, since they're making skits, you know, uh, many people might think there's something wrong with Hooters, but you got to go into Hooters. It's not, it's not what you think. <laughs> it's not what you think. Um, that is, it's not a strip club. Yeah, it is a vet. It did definitely look like a Corvette. Um, it's not what you think. It's not a strip club. You don't get hand jobs in the back. Like, what are you, what are we doing here? It's like Twin Peaks. It's like Tilted Kilt. Um, they got nasty-ass food. I mean, I'll eat the wings. Anything else, I probably wouldn't touch. They got, you know, barely, barely, you know, women that don't want to be strippers, but they kind of tilt, you know, they like towing the line. I'll do this much. It's kind of ridiculous, but I think Normie's probably eating this up. Yeah, Hooters is ri ridiculous. Um, and uh, says right here in the comments, this is the type of girl you don't deal with. Yeah, this is the type of, type of woman will hold you back in life. And, of course, it's a skit. It's a skit. Cooking him for going to Hooters is somewhat immature. And if you have a person like this, this is why the free agent lifestyle is so much better because you might have a person that is insecure about you going to Hooters. I don't need a person like that in my life, okay, at all. So, anyway, um, what else do we have on Straggle and Sniggle Theater? Oh, we got some uh, sloppy yogurts in the house. Hello. And some porcelain princesses. And this is from Red Pill Awareness's uh, Instagram channel. Uh, here we go right here. We got some foldable um, milky porcelain uh, princesses. And um, they're running around in their brassiere. Uh, one of the things, like they're out on the nightlife and wearing bras. I know some woman's going to say, no, that's a shirt. Take a look at what we're wearing, and then they wonder why they get judged a certain way. They're literally wearing bras on the night scene. All right, but let's go ahead and continue. Do you get ran by five guys or get pregnant by me? Oh! Or get what by you? Five. Get pregnant. Five men. I'm going to go five, five guys. I, I don't want to fucking get pregnant. Five, five guys. Fuck that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I don't want no babies. You? Yeah, I don't want no babies. So You'll get trained by five guys? Yeah. Yeah. That's easy. Sensational. Pregnant, but then can we abort it? Are you pro-choice or pro-life? Uh, pro pro-choice, pro bitch. I'm pro-abortion. I fucking hate kids. Oh, my God. Get ran by five guys or get pregnant by me? Oh! Or get what by you? Five. Get pregnant. Five men. I'm going I'm to go five, five guys. I, I don't want to fucking get pregnant. Five guys. Fuck that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I don't want no babies. You? Yeah, I don't want no babies. So You'll get trained by five guys? Yeah. Yeah. That's easy. Sensational. Pregnant, but then can we abort it? Are you pro-choice or pro-life? Uh, pro pro-choice, pro bitch. I'm well, this flatback right here, uh, the flatback redhead could be a weakness for a lot of men there. So, uh, listen, I'll give you a pass on that uh, for the simping in the comments. 
that definitely is a weakness and the sore spot for a lot of people. But let me just say this. Uh, they're definitely wanting to choose. Trying. <laughs> they're choosing to go. Trying. As opposed to getting pregnant. But of course, that doesn't mean they're not getting their insides pushed to their esophagus. In these streets. And uh, the blue veins on this redhead would definitely be exposed. In these streets. Uh, she definitely will get folded up like a love letter from the second grade. But of course, trying is what they want, of course. And it's trying. Um, this is the Western culture of, of uh, young women. Uh, if you're a young man in this age group, if you're a young man in this age group, this is what a lot of young men have to deal with. Uh, the one that is on the right, she looks more uh, uh, Hispanic, Latino. Uh, she looks like she probably doesn't belong out on these streets. She definitely looks like she should be pregnant and barefoot. All right, meaning that she's not, she ain't, she, she not really about that life. Um, you can tell she's not about that life. She just kind of impressed these uh, skeezers on the other side. She's not about that life. And um, now they're all encouraging people to kill their babies. Like, you know what? Can we kill it? You know, that as a form of birth control. Trying. Yeah, this is the brainwash young culture. Uh, for, for men, I really feel bad for the young men. Of course, I can have any three of these girls easy. <laughs> right? Easy. All right. It would be easy peasy for me. Uh, but for young men that looking for love and you're mad, depressed, angry, you're all raging out. This could be definitely a deterrent for you to participate in Western dating culture. So you do have options. You have the free agent lifestyle. You have the uh, passport bro community over there. You have monk mode. You can build yourself. And by the time these girls, trust me, by the time these girls are 32, and by the time you're 32, the tables are going to turn. This woman is going to look 42 All right, by the time you get done. And yes, she will have been passed around to junior college many many times i had your wife what are your future wives doing is always my question brothers Trying. what are your future wives doing ask yourself that here they are okay do we have more straggling sniggle we do we have <laughs> let's go from the young girls to the old girls um as you guys know i've reported this for the last few years that the std um culture is rising among one population in America. And if you know and been watching me for a long time, what population of people have had the biggest spike in STIs? No, it's not Houston. No, it's not black women. There's one population where STIs, and I've been reporting this for the last, at least the last four or five years, one population has the rising STIs. Anybody knows what it is? Anybody knows what it is? Yes, we got it. It is the older senior citizen community. It is the senior citizen community. Old people, no matter what race, they have significant spikes in STIs. Now, let's go ahead and run this video right here of this granny being bad, bad, bad. So when you think of, um, when you might think of going, you might say something like this, well, um, I can't wait till these women hit the wall and then they realize what's going on. Guys, it doesn't get better with age. Now, you get more leverage with age, but it doesn't get better. Hoes are still going to be hoes. Just because you meet an older woman doesn't mean she ain't been around in these streets. In these streets? Um, old, old, uh, young hoes turn into old hoes. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and play this clip right here. 
Uh, let me see here. Here we go. Hey, what is this? The largest retirement community in the world where you have to be 55 or older to live here and is rumored to be the STD capital of America with over 125,000 old people using loofahs to put on their golf carts to signal what they're into. You know what they say, nobody gives a hummer like a gummer. Oh, man, that's despicable. Anyway, uh, Granny, I definitely want to get a try at it. I've never had a gummer. All right, this. Listen, I won't turn down a gummer. There's a lot of things I will turn down. I'll, I'll, I'll see what you're working with, Grant. I'll see what that mouth do. But uh, look at that. Nobody gives a hummer like a gummer. Apparently, this senior citizen community, 55 plus, they use loofahs to tell everybody what sexual fantasies they have. Man, this is crazy, fam. <laughs> they out there in a swingers club just trading them. And thanks to Niagara and Kialis. These women out here can get fixed. And guys, here's the funny thing about this. All you got to do is keep living. And of course, you young dudes that don't have no standards, you can go get you some old dry old punani, saggy punani and all. You can beat up some saggy waggies too if if you need to knock one off. And they'll let you enter in there too. They'll let you get, they'll let you get in there. Because here's the true thing about this statistically. <laughs> Let's just break this down statistically. By the uh, let's just first of all let's recognize that men die, uh, men die earlier than women. Men die. Yes, it's in Florida. Men die earlier than women. That's number one. So uh, men statistically don't live as longer than women. That's number one. So the amount of men available to women is low, right? We already have a statistical advantage over them, meaning there's less of us and more of them. So there should be urgency on their side. But what happens is it actually creates higher standards on their side. They don't realize the urgency. The next part of it is as we age, there's less uh, men who are probably mobile. There's less healthy men. This is what happens to men, women that are in their late 40s and early 50s. They're finding that men by 50 don't take care of themselves. They got beer bellies. They're bald, right? Not good looking bald, but just balding male pattern baldness with the homie the clown. Um, they're lazy. They don't work out. They're not active. They just sit in a rocket chair. They right. And this is what's happening. So as the age goes up on their side and the age goes up on your side, the advantage favors you. Now, let's just say this. If in fact you have hair on your head, you're mobile. You don't have bunions in the gout. Okay. You walk without a cane. You can do the swing. All right, you can tap dance, you can shuffle, you can do the Chicago step. You can do the uh you can do the electric slide. You winning. <laughs> yeah, most of these dudes have been divorced great. They've been economically disenfranchised. If you got a little bit of hair on your head and can walk upright, you winning. <laughs> you winning out here, man. When you hit your mid-50s and you compare to I mean, you can go all the way back to the junior college or go get you a gummer. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, you young men, I want young men to understand. And I know you don't want granny to gum on you. But at some point when you're 55 and 60, 75 and 80, you be like, all right, come on over. Betsy be like, hey, can I come over and give you the gumber? And you're like 75, just come on over. All right, let me pop my Cialis and, and, and get you. You just come on here. Drop that neck. <laughs> Men, young men, I know it's tough for you in your 20s. 
But you win life. You win at life after 32 for certain. Don't let these women fool you. Get, let, um, don't let these women fool you. I'm a man that's about to turn 50 in two and a half years. Two and a half years, I'll be 50, guys. Old man, I'll be 50 years old. I'm beating the hell out of all of my cohort, right? I'm smoking their ass at this particular point. There ain't no catching up neither. I don't care what they do. Any woman in my age group that I went to high school with, in that age group, I don't care where they are on the planet, I'm kicking their ass. There's no way their life is better than mine. And that's going to continue, and that has been the case for the last 10 years, and it's going to continue until I uh, take my dirt nap, until I have the worms eating me. I'm telling you, man, it's, 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 a mind, it's a mind F. You get leverage. You get leverage. These women, these hoes can't tell you nothing. You be looking at them like, are you really talking to me? But it changes, man. It changes big time. And if you're an older feller, if you're an older feller, please tell these young dudes don't give up. Now, if you're an old simp, an old Mac, if you're an old pickup artist-ass ninja, and you finally looking at your life and you became nothing, and all you did was bang 200 women and you got nothing to show for it, don't talk. Please shut up. Please shut up. That's your own fault, Macaroni Tony. Not Macaroni Tony from ours, but Macaroni Tony, Mr. Big Pimpin'. Yeah, that's your fault. All right, anyway. <laughs> All right, uh, shout out to the Gummers here. I do have so many straggle and sniggles here. Oh, I got like four more, and then I'll get to the PayPals and all that stuff. Um, where are we at here? Check this out. We have um, mud sharks in the building. We got mud sharks. Now, here's some, uh, speaking of women in their 40s and 50s, this is what they become, y'all. But a lot of black men about to be happy as hell. So we got these mud sharks on Instagram. Uh, what they want to do, uh, halfway Tina Marie and a couple of pogs. Uh, they're going to do a episode of trying on each other's shorts. Trying on each other's shorts. All right, this is what becomes of women in their middle ages. Let's play the video. This is for all the uh, mud shark chasers here. Try on each other's jean shorts. We're going to try on. I'm going to try on Stephanie's and Jenny's. And we're going to see just, how they look. We're just going to see. Yep. All right, so everybody turn around. This is the, this is what we're working with. <laughs> Here, Tiffany, you're it's not this over. Here, Tiffany, come over. Oh, you're not in. Get there. Oh, there we go. Now, what in the hell is the purpose of this video? I mean, women be bored as hell, man. Like, they be bored as hell. You know what the purpose of this video is? This purpose of the video is put they fat booties in there so black men could go wild. That's definitely what it is. That's all it is. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right. That's all it is. All right. So, like, what else is going on? He said, the number of times I've watched this video is embarrassing. Yes, this is, oh, we got pogs right here in the comment section. And brothers, look, let me look at the comment section. Right? Pogs, brother. Don't matter what I'm going with black women. What? Don't matter what I'm going with black women. Okay. School teachers on summer break. Too old to be still doing fatherless activities. Okay, that was a brother too. For real, man. I ain't bleak once a ninja. Niggas always gotta show they All right, and then here's another ninja. I love this and I hate this at the same time because it's like, why? Yes, but then it's like, yeah, exactly. Uh, black girls watch out trouble day day. Trouble day day. 
um, this is atrocious. Can't believe they did this. Where do I find these women asking for a friend? All right, here we go. All right, here we go. All right, what are these snow cows doing, man? All right, these snow cows, they got, they got too much going on. All right, let's continue here. <laughs> okay, and so. Do these women have OnlyFans? What is this? Now let's swap. That's fine. All right, they're gonna swap shorts now. All right, here we go. Ninja's about to be starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, here we go. Got Tiffany's on. Oh my goodness, oh, Jesus! Such a small waist. Yeah, Sexy that brother's starving. Ass. Yes, yes, yes. Sexy ass. All right, guys, man. Never let them think. Never let them make you believe that they ain't thinking about sex or using their body for sex. All right, what is it? What are we doing here? What is this shit? Uh, it's a little hangout. <laughs> she, she think though. All right, and I have Jimmy's on there. Yeah. She need her feet out though. I want to see them feet. You have mine on. These are Jimmy's and now mine are low rise. They, they fit, but then there's a little extra. <laughs> really grab it what are we man do a, a gentleman a young man can't you tell that it's not over i know you are you might be struggling in your 20s by the time they're 40 they're horny goats they cannot stop fornicating they cannot they cannot stop advertising she's really grabbing all of that soggy ass right there what is going on all of that sloppy thick yogurt all right guys it's not over at 20 all right keep living I could I spank these guys just for recreational purpose. Oh, these girls. These girls are recreational material in my rotation. All right, here we go. She had an extra room back here. She had her stretched out for you with that Benoka doll she got back there. That's hilarious. All right. All right. I have all You know how many black men have invaded this body? I'm going to just let y'all know. Give me a number. Give me a number on this one. This one has had how many black men have terminated this right here she only has dated black men in her life and you can tell there's one telltale sign that she dates black men anybody tell me that <laughs> anybody tell me the telltale sign that this woman is a mud shark and black women you have no you can't compete with this woman at all <laughs> there's one telltale sign <laughs> so i said 750 yep that short haircut, that haircut done gave it away. That haircut then gave it away. This is the only black man. And Pookies, too. Pookies, 18-year-old black men, it don't matter. Ninja's in jail. <laughs> Ninja's in jail. She has seen no white men in her life, only maybe when she was, like, in middle school or something. After that, she's only. All right, anyway. All right, let's get in that. Short haircut done gave it away. Now, the other one's been banged out too, but these girls marry white dudes and divorced them already. This woman right here has been on the carousel her entire life. <laughs> she definitely got mixed-looking kids. Here we go. On Jen. Oh, she got her peace leave Woo! out. There you go. Oh, she did the black girl look over the shoulder look. Yeah, this is this woman right here been banged out. All right, she definitely been banged out. Oh, yeah, that right there. Told her, oh, yeah, man. And she got that Mac the Knife chin, too. That long-ass horse. Yeah, man. She been banged out. 
All right, here we go. The booty. The booty, yep. That's a black man's dream right there, brother. That's a black man's dream. Look, sisters. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> Y'all can't compete with that. All right, now it's all. Oh, man, what is going on with the world, man? Um, any, Anybody see my stream about Lilith? Anybody see my stream about Lilith? This is what we dealing with, man. The phone has wrecked these women. The phone has wrecked these women. The amount of attention they can get through their phones, you cannot compete. You can't compete as a husband. You can't compete as a boyfriend. You can't compete as a player. You can't compete as a sucker for love ninja. They always going to be at that phone. If you didn't see the one video of the girl last night, all right, because a lot of people don't watch both shows. I know some people don't watch all my shows. There's some people on Locals posting shit like I ain't covered it already. I'm sitting there like, they're like, y'all got to see this video. I'm like, I did an entire episode on it, but I get it. I do a lot of content. But the phone has been their worst nightmare. Check out this video. All right, here. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez, man. I tell you, brothers. Oh, the humanity. Look at this, man. The phone has been the worst thing for not society. It's been the worst. Well, for women the, for, and for men, too. They always parading their shit. Like, that's not funny. We done, man. Like, what is she doing? What is this? Whose daughter is that, fam? Oh, my goodness. Jeez, Louise. Hey, man, send it. Send it. What was she even shaking in the video? What was she even shaking? She looking like Selena Gomez when she was young in that old box body. But they are also telling us that we're the problem. They're also telling us that we out here think of uh, with our uh, Johnson. They're also telling us that we only think about one thing. They also say we only want one thing for them from them. And that's all they selling and parading around. Not all of them are doing it, but too many of them are doing it. It's just too ridiculous. He says, what's she mad for? She's mad because she didn't know the other girl was filming her, right? And so she got caught. Man, we down bad. All right, let me see. I got a couple more, man. Let me get through these. And we got two more. Yes, two more. Uh, I got to get to these super chats. Uh, check out Wanda here, guys. What do you think uh, this baby is thinking right here? I think the baby was thinking. Yeah, keep smiling from beautiful. Teddy bear. Ain't I beautiful? No, it is not coming to get you. I swear. Today is, ain't I cute though? Jesus, who auntie is that? Look at that baby. Look at that baby. He's like, hold up, wait a minute. He's like this. Wait a minute. Who are you? <laughs> now, if anybody has ever tried to study this, and, and people have been talking about this. Babies can understand the difference between an ugly person and a human person very early in their lives. Very early in their development, they can understand a beautiful person. They can recognize this. There's, there's scientific studies, not saying that all scientific studies are accurate, right? Because there's some other things. But babies know between an ugly motherfucker and a beautiful person. No, they don't have colorism. No, they don't have any uh, ideas of typical European beauty, beauty standards. No, they know the difference between ugly and beautiful. They know. 
And this woman, this guy is mesmerized. I'm surprised this little fella is not jumping out of the person's arm. All right, like, what in the hell? But he's like, yo. What that mean? He's like, what? Ain't I cute? He's like. What that mean? Poor little guy, man, being tortured. Tortured. <laughs> Look at him. He's jealous. He's like. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Look at this dude right here. He's like, hold up. He like, if you don't get the hell up out of my damn face looking like this, my goodness. He's like, oh, my God. Jeez. Why scaring this little feller? All right, scare that little feller like that. A couple more, man. Be patient. We got uh, best hairstyle in the community right here. What city do you think? What city do you think this is? We don't need the volume. Uh, we'll just go ahead and show you on the pictures. What city is this, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, this is why I got out of the community. What's going on in the back of her neck? What is this here? What hairstyle is this? I know this has got to be a joke. This has got to be a joke. All right, let's play the video again here. Let me see if I can play the video. Uh, name this city. She's got a Pepsi bottle. She got hair in a Pepsi bottle pouring out in the bottle with on the back a teriyaki bowl or whatever that is, a burrito. What is this, man? <laughs> this is unbelievable. I don't even know why you would even request something like this. Is this Atlanta, Cleveland, Detroit, Memphis? There's no way in hell. There's... <laughs> Is this a Halloween costume? Philadelphia. Oh, my goodness. Tupelo. This is absolutely. Sisters, get your sister. Get your sister out here. There's no way in hell that this is true. Baton Rouge. This definitely look Baton Rouge. Why? Ask me why. Like, what individual was going to do something like that? Absolutely disgraceful. Definitely some Southern activity there. Oh, last one. And we also talked about this, uh, women and their dogs, right? I've been telling you about this for years. I've been telling you about peanut butter and dog stuff, Whitney, Wisconsin, some ridiculous activity. Nobody believed me, but of course, thank God for social media. I was before social media was actually exposing these 304s, right? But this woman, I reported on a woman getting arrested for some bestiality with dogs. We have another woman here to report. A Michigan woman arrested after her ex finds footage of her performing what? Sex acts on a dog. I told you people were doing this. Whitney, Wisconsin tried to warn you. Apparently, this is going down, 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 down. Uh, let's hear the volume here. Own up to performing these acts on, on Max. The Taylor man says this week he caught his ex-girlfriend Brittany McClure on home surveillance cameras at their Taylor home they still share. In that video it shows defendant Brittany McClure lying on the living room floor on a, what appears to be a mattress covered with a blanket. Uh, uh, she then uh, removes the blanket and calls the dog over to her. That's Taylor PD's detective Philip Collop who had to analyze the six minute video. She is heard saying good boy. He secured charges against McClure for sodomy and animal abuse. Max is even named as the victim in his. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. His report. Playing it. She did 
plain as day. It's his ex-girlfriend performing uh, fellatio on oh. the dog named Max. Jesus. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. <sighs> Send it. Send it. and um, her attempts to, to get Max to reciprocate. Lieutenant Frank Canning. At she tried to get Max to eat that with that peanut butter on that. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. This job, 24 years, he's dumbfounded. Says McClure confessed and even told investigators why. Kind of a uh, interest in a fetish. Uh, stuff that was seen on the internet. What I tell you, man, I'm telling you, man, this is bigger than we know. This is definitely bigger than we know. Good news, Max was not hurt. Yes, Max is fine. He uh, is in the custody of his uh, dad, uh, Brittany's ex-boyfriend. No contact with any animals. The judge setting a $100,000 personal bond. McClure apparently says this is the first time she's ever done this. Nah, hell no. I would like to think that Max is going to be uh, in good hands and there's no threat to this happening again. Plain as day. All right, so uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to these super chats, man. I'm telling you, man, it's an evil world we live in. It's an evil world we live in. It's an evil world. People don't want to believe me, but I've been calling this out for a long time. Uh, but uh, let me get to the Cash App PayPal. And I, thanks for being patient, by the way, in Venmo. All right, man, oh, man. All right, this is a crazy, crazy world. Hey, shout out to uh, Sadiq says 24 times seven. I've been watching for four years. Good game, coach. Shout out to you. Thank you. Therese is in the building. Shout out to you and shout out to you. Oh, she got me some wings out here. She got me some wings. Therese, our Hooter girl is here. She says, shout out to you, coach. Hooters from Therese. Thank you, girl. Shout out to the Hooters manager out there we got another sister amber is well that's all we'll call you uh it says thanks for the crimson capitals that's all we'll call you but in, anyway all right shout out to Devin. and by the way uh feed pictures please to the previous two ladies yeah whoever i don't know who that i don't know who that picture is but uh i definitely need to see some feet pictures i need to see a whole body picture but anyway we got Devin in the building. He says, having a hard time quitting. Mary Jane, give me the buzzer. Mm. Yeah, and you know, that means uh, you're an addict, right? But we people don't want to admit that. We don't want to admit that. So a lot of people need to admit it first, right? Shout out to, uh, let's see here. Is this from yesterday? It is from yesterday. So we go over to PayPal. <laughs> here we go here. All right. Some somebody sent me a picture looking like Selena Gomez out here. All right. So anyway, <laughs> all right. She had that Selena Gomez looking look. All right. Let me bring that up. Get, grab that. Grab them ankles real quick. All right. Uh, where are we at here? Oh, we got a lot of PayPal. So let me get to those brothers here. Let me get to those brothers. Okay. We got uh, Spike Spiegel. Long time. No see coach gang. I've been working like a dog. Interesting. Bought my first Polaris ATV from a guy who said he needed the money to pay for his wedding this year. I didn't have the heart to tell him. And you took advantage of him. You stole his ATV. Shout out to the coach gang. Hey, man, take advantage of a dumb ninja. All right, he gonna wish he had that ATV back. 
All right, man, 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 man. All right, shout out to, let me see, I got two from a brother who I can't believe, and sorry for the one person I'd said your government name. So no government name says, good morning, coach. He says, on last night's stream, I appreciate uh, the point you made about the elite men being very discreet with 304s. If possible, can you make a stream about the importance of men, uh, the way the men should move in the JUCO world? This can save a lot of men from catching cases. Uh, shout out to you there. And I do a lot of that on over on uh, locals because I don't want to talk about it too much over here because there's too many normies here. They can't do, there's people on my locals that can't accept this. Like they come over there, they know why they're coming and they still argue with me over here, over there. So, th but there's way too many normies here. I can't bring this type of stuff over over here. All right, so I have to have it behind locals. But, you know, uh, discretion is very important for a lot of men. And in order to have discretion, sometimes you got to find a way to get that discretion. Not every dude wants to parade a woman around. Not everyone, every dude wants to, you know, have uh, their feelings and their emotions tied to another uh, uh, woman, woman's emotions. So people think that dudes are paying for it because they can't get it when they're paying for it because they want it, want it discreet. They just want to keep it down on the down low, right? Not like that. But also, they might have a fetish as well. They might have a fetish that, a normie chick that he meets might not have or accept, right? Be like, oh, can I bust? Can I bust on your toes? Well, if he just takes a chance at putting that fetish out there, he can get shamed for that and have to explain it. Whereas if he goes over here and he says, "Well, I have this fetish. Let let me just this person's probably done or seen worse. Let me exercise that fetish." So discretion and and nobody's. You know, uh, that person is gonna not going to expose them. Oh, this guy right here has a nasty fetish. He wants to lick my toes. It's not there. You, you can go over here, and people are more accepting of it. So people have to understand. I'm giving y'all this reality call. Discretion, fetishes, access, less time. There's a whole bunch of reasons why people do this. A whole bunch. It's not just because they can't get it, and it's not because they simping. It's because they want to be able to do something, get, something, get the result they want, and it's happening out here. And people do even worse type of fetish. He says, how do you avoid the scammers? Go to CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. All right, I explain all of this on CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. And um, check this out. If you're not on Locals, right, I'm not going to talk about this shit over here. All right, people can't handle it. This is a family show. Okay, it's a family show over here. Now, you know, kids watch us, and the entire family sits around their iPad, and they watch me for instructions. But if you want, go to locals, and there's, there's all of that over there. All right, shout out to no government name. Continuation, continuation from the last post. He says, um, I have men not believing me about the hotties I'm with because of no pictures or any proof. I laugh and walk away. He says, I keep it that way because one day I want to be married and have kids. I'm trying to move up the corporate ladder and maybe be president and he says, I don't want a paper trail to follow me. Exactly. That's another. See, new, people, new, new, people don't get it. World order. That's another reason why that people um, have to be a little bit more discreet. Uh, women have a propensity to want to expose men. And feminine men have a propensity to want to expose men. So if you give them details, names, evidence, you show them pictures. The, how, how many times have people... How many times have people asked you for proof, and then when you gave them the proof, 
They didn't say, oh, okay, cool. They they made a reason why to even make it worse for you, <laughs> right? So you're like, man, you ain't getting no sex out here, coach. You ain't getting nothing out here. You ain't getting no young girls. And then you show them, and then they just be like, oh, well, she ugly. She fat. She loses. She, she buck too. She ugly. She got hoop earrings. She got tattoos. She, like, it doesn't improve the conversation. It doesn't help the conversation. It actually makes it worse. They actually dig in deeper and move the goalposts again, <laughs> right? And you're like, okay, so the receipts didn't help you, right? It didn't help my case. I actually showed you. And men figure that out, and they just say, let's just keep it. Let's just keep it between me and you. All right, I'll just keep it here, right here, and we won't worry about it. But a lot of guys can't deal with that type of thing, and they're feminine. So um, this is why I don't use my receipts. Um, I've never been a receipt type of guy, but everybody knows, you know, it's very evident if you're over on Locals. And um, there's no denying it. But dudes would take that. If I put that over here, dudes would take that, and they'd be making 50 videos. <laughs> they'd be making 50 videos, man. But, uh, yeah, man, and they'll have a paper trail. Uh, Andrew Tate is figuring that out now as well. Um, as much as Andrew Tate has supporters, he has a bunch of hating-ass ninjas as well, for, for better or for worse. And they're taking his receipts and using them against him. So it, it helped them. Initially, but now it's hurting him. Shout out to Kevin W says, Coach, you are, you've been pissing off Moose Locks in the chat this week. Keep it up. I have been. I definitely have been pissing off the Moose Locks of the world. And uh, I I'm, I'm swear I'll catch up to all of these. Yeah, feminine men are dangerous. I tell you, man, men are, men are going to be the end of men, not women. Women are not going to be the end of men. It's going to be men. Shout out to Kaylin says, if I was Stephen A. Smith, I would leave ESPN immediately. The network has become more of a joke. By the second, but he won't. He got too many. He got too much money. He got too much money at stake. All right, we got one, two, three. Then I get over to Vimbo and all of that stuff. Shout out to Miles says, Coach, I recently joined the dark side and the info was straight fire. He says, but I found out reality, a reality I wasn't ready for. He says, the truth is the plight of modern men is done for and most will forever be lost. They still getting mad at you, Coach, because they can't accept the reality. F the Mitch's coach. Make it a country club price if you need to. I honestly don't see how you deal with these weak-ass men nowadays. Send it. Yep. And, uh, it, and it's because the men won't make a move. I, I found that, and I'm here for men and women. I found that men won't make a move. They want, they, want, they want it back to where men had an advantage and they didn't have to do very much. All right? And those days are gone. I'm telling you. Um, I'm telling you. I, I show you a world on the dark side. Shout out to the dark side members in here. And I was one of the first guys to tell you about the dark side. I mean, there's some people that told you about the dark side. <laughs> but y'all don't want to make it. Y'all, I mean, there's, you, you should see how many people coping over there. And they'll come over there and say, we're coping. And I keep showing you and showing you, showing you. But you, you don't argue with me. Don't argue with me. There's, there's no need to argue with me. It's, it's over for a lot of y'all dudes. Meaning that if you don't make a... And he says, the great Patrice O'Neill used to keep receipts for um, buying chewing gum. All right, anyway, I thought that was something else. But, um, yeah, a lot of dudes are trying to fight me. And uh, one of the things I try to tell you over there, and I warn you, don't fight me. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. And you, you almost can't even fight. You can't even fight it, right? You can't fight it anymore. It's gone. Shout out to Moose Hefner says, Coach, I work for UPS temporarily during the holidays. Most of the drivers make a lot of money, but a lot of them were divorced because they worked so many hours. That was in 2016. So listen up. So listen up. 
Yeah, that was in 2016. So they do work crazy hours. And um, one day I saw some uh, Amazon drivers. I don't know. It's different from UPS. But they must have got done with their right route. And they were in a 7-Eleven playing casino, um, casino poker. And they looked depressed as hell. <laughs> he looked worn the hell out. No government name. Hey, coach, I can't believe that you approved a billionaire. Wait, I can't believe that you approved of a billionaire on his $550 million yacht wearing a $100,000 watch and paying his captain $300,000 annually for giving a Victoria's Secret model $10,000 to grab her ankles for the weekend. That's a rich simp. <laughs> and he's just joking. He says, seriously, though, keep saving these broke simps out here. You are helping men every day. Appreciate you. Indeed, man. Yeah, man. All right. I can't believe he gave her 10 racks. And, and in the meantime, he paid all these other people mad money. He got a deal on her. As they said, pocket lint. Pocket lint. Somebody says, uh, Coach, show me the dark side, and I ain't going back to Gumpville. I got so many chats. I know I did a long segment, so I want to catch up to a lot of brothers here. All right, I want to catch up. Shout out to Kevin Sullivan says, Train Yang gang in the building here. Train Yang. And he says, shout out to the coach gang. And he says, uh, we got to call you Jay Rich. He says, sup, coach. I just got word that my beautiful, highly religious female friend recently left her husband. Between me and you, he's sometimes gets verbally, not physically abusive. The community is disappointed, but not surprised. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we're going to call you Kendall. He says, coach, my dad called me yesterday to tell me that I'm going to be an uncle. However, I'm the oldest and my younger brother impregnated it impregnated a white girl from church. Give my family the buzzer. <laughs> Ninjas is out here. Yo, shout out to rusted junk. Good morning. CGA. Good car salesman make a, or they can make at least 150,000 a year and work half as hard as the ones that make 40, to 60K and tell these guys how to build your business portfolio. Um, you need to build your business. Maybe we'll have you talk and the next money mindset. So if you're going to be there, let me know. You'll talk at the next money mindset about that. Okay. All right. And uh, if you do mortgages, we can do that conversation too. Garrett says, what's up, CGA? I'm late on tuition. I've been on my grind and missed a couple of weeks of streams, but I knew you weren't going anywhere and I could hop right back. Into the coach gang gang. Your consistency is incredible, bro. Best show in the world. All right. We got as many as I can. I will come back to the super chats, but I appreciate all of the contributions, man. You guys make this show and you keep the show going. And if it wasn't for you, this show wouldn't be what it is. All right. Thank you for sitting through that. And now it's time for me to beg you to hit the like button. Look, we got like 1,900 people on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We have... 250 on the Notorious CGA channel. We have people on Twitch. We have people on Rumble and we have people on fake book. All right. I'm streaming to five places, but the free agent lifestyle channel has no likes, fam. I mean, there's like 1900 people and there were only 500 likes, but look, they're going up now. I appreciate it, but just take a minute, turn your phone sideways and stick it up your candy ass. All right. Don't do that, but turn your phone sideways and hit the like button. Get over a thousand likes, man. Because there's 19, look, there's 1,900 people in here without that many likes. I mean, I could have 3,000 people a show, all right, uh, on the one channel. But, you know, if you hit the like button earlier, people will get this info. And speaking of this info, let's go to the next 
segment. All right. And this is Malika Andrews. The Malika Andrews takeover is becoming more complete by the day. As you know, ESPN is a seeking ship. It is on fire over there. It is a seeking damn ship. All right. I don't understand what ESPN is doing. What they're doing is a catastrophe. It's equivalent to just dragging the whole damn company into the abyss. They're losing, they're losing money. They're hemorrhaging. Disney's trying to dump that dumpster fire. They've been infected and infested by the woke culture. They put so much woke culture bullshit over the last five years. Even the new CEO said one of the mistakes that they made, and even Stephen A. Smith says one of the state mistakes that they made is they got too political. They took advantage of their leverage in sports to try to get involved in politics. They pushed the Black Lesbian Matter agenda in the NBA bubble. They allowed LeBron James to run rampant and and use the, the NBA to push the 2020 election and swing it. All right, and now they got another cancer on their hands by, in, in the name of Malika Andrews, who is a African-American slash, you know what? I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. Yeah, we can't say that. This is a person that has um, been um, basically a silver spoon, if you will, also had mass depression as a young child, all right, and certainly as a feminist, if, if you will, and a lot of curious behavior over at ESPN. She is not well-liked. However, she is good-looking on camera. That is not going to be something that I'm going to talk about here because she's very good-looking, all right? But even as a reporter on her way up, by the way, she's 28 years old. She's 28 years old, so she's fairly young, but they're giving her the keys to this franchise that is absolutely sinking if you are old enough to remember what espn used to be this is a shell of themselves this company is a shell of themselves okay espn used to be a place where you could crack open a brew watch the highlights and just let your let your let your hair down and just chill and watch prime time and go back 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 and watch sports, people, people who love sports. You can watch people who love sports talk about sports. And you can say colder than the other side of the pillow. Okay, you can, The ESPN used to be great. And the men that were on ESPN, they weren't necessarily athletes at the professional level. But they even had athletes that were relatable over there that you liked. There were almost no personalities that you didn't like. Now, when Stuart Scott came along, a lot of white people were bugged out about him because he brought the hip-hop element over there, and people were bugged about him, but they came to love him, and of course, he died of cancer as well. But all of ESPN was a great time. It was a great time. But now, they actually are going to have an entire day where women run the entire, uh, it's going to be every show is going to have females as the lead, Okay. And none of these characters are likable. Unfortunately, listen, it's not because they're women. There's some women that are fine. There's some women that over there that I could tolerate. But now they just have unlikable, bitter, man-hating-ass women, and they're taking over, and Malika Andrews is one of them. All right? All of the great personalities have left. And unfortunately, they don't get the run and the exposure as ESPN. But Malika Andrews will take over. See, take over. You see that right there? Malika Andrews will take over. That is not by coincidence. Okay, I haven't watched ESPN in a long time. Only time I will watch them is if there's a game on, a football game that I want to watch or a basketball game. I'm not watching any of their shows. In fact, I got in my early days of doing Red Pill, I got into a back and forth with that, um, what is that woman's name? Hold on, let me tell you. 
I should have took a drink break earlier. Now I'm thirsty. Um, this is a woman. She's a sports personality over there. And uh, her original rise to fame is she was going to sell uh, she was going to sell her body for Super Bowl tickets. I cannot remember her name. I don't remember names of people at all. But she was going to sell her body. That's how she became famous. Now she's on ESPN and she's on our high, mighty high horse. And I got into a ES, I got into a Twitter spat with her a long time ago, like three or four or five years ago. Yeah, they had Jamil Elliott. Most of their female personalities are absolutely unlikable. <laughs> no, not Dor- Doris Burke. Anyway. Doris Burke, I can halfway tolerate because she's been in part of athletes. Uh, she's been about, she's been an athlete all her life. Uh, but um, anyway, no, not Michelle Beadle. She's, I can't remember her name. She's a dark haired girl. Sarah Spain. That was who it was. Sarah Spain. Sarah Spain. So this is what happened. This is what becomes of ESPN. Sarah Spain. Let me, let me pull her up. And then dudes was coming in there simping, caping on her for Twitter. Let me see here. Super Bowl tickets. Let me show you what Sarah Spain was. And now she's on her mighty high horse. Let me see if I can pull it up. And I'm like, you became famous by, uh, <laughs> see right here. Try to sell your body for Super Bowl tickets. Let me see if I can find, oh, look, they didn't wiped it off the internet. They didn't wiped it off the internet. Well, here it is right here. This is kind of a portion of it. Let's see here. I don't know if this is it, though. What was this? 2007. This might be part of the article here. So Sarah Spain right here. This is, this is what she was. She wanted to go to the Super Bowl to watch the Bears. And so she, you see her with her big-ass titties, and this is what she was. Now she's a sports anchor right here. It says right here, uh, they selected Sarah Spain's date to go to the game on, uh, in Miami. Spain, 26, a lifelong Bears fan had planned to auction herself on eBay as a date in exchange for Super Bowl tickets. Mm. Fam. <laughs> and now she's an ESPN personality, and she'd be on her feminist high horse, fam. And I'm like, what? She auctioned to herself on eBay for Super Bowl tickets. See, this is ridiculous. This is, this is the stuff. Like, she was never a sports person. She never, but because she was a fangirl, then they gave her a platform on ESPN. Because she got big titties. But now back to Malika Andrews. I call her Malika because she's unlikable. Uh, Malika Andrews will take over from Mike Greenberg as host of NBA's Countdown after former lead man mutually agreed to step down. You mean he got fired? Well, he didn't get fired, but they forced him to step down. Now, he said he had a a tough schedule. He says Mike Greenberg, Greenberg... um, well, Mike Greenberg. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Mike Greenberg, who hosts two ESPN programs, mutually agreed to move. Mutually agreed? That sounds like they came to him and said, you need to go and move on. All right. And Mike Greenberg's one of these guys, you know, you know, he's a one of the Kanye's. You can't say his name. But he's a kind of a sports guy. You know, he loves sports. He's kind of a weenie. He's kind of a weenie sports fan who never, ever kicked the ball who never, ever played any hoop, who never ran track. You know, he's a weenie. But I'd rather have the weenie dude who's slightly annoying than Malika Andrews up there. And um, it says Andrews will continue hosting NBA today in addition to her latest promotion. 
So now she's on that. She all over the internet. And if anybody doesn't know who she is, is this woman here. Um, and you can tell she's, you know, something, something about her seems untrustworthy. She's untrustworthy. Anyway. But um, this is just the start. And um, for some reason, she must trend well. There's Mike Greenberg right there, more of a weenie. He's a weenie. All right, but there's Malika Andrews. Something about her face. You know what I mean? Something about her face just doesn't resonate with me. I just think I would not get along with her for more than three minutes. I mean, you could just tell the smirk. As a matter of fact, let me play this clip um, of this, and you could tell a lot of people in the NBA don't really like her. Let me see if I can pull this up. Even the players. Let's see here. Let me see where here it is right here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up this interview. Oh, and no, she's not married to a black man. Yo, 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 what's good? All right, let me see here. This young brother here is going to play the video. And um, shout out to this guy, uh, Self Talk, his YouTube channel. This is her asking questions of Giannis Antetokounmpo. And uh, he walks off the interview because of her dumbass question. Let's play it. Eric named the athletic. Giannis, I'm curious, when, when you look at Kawhi on the other side, he's a guy that's gone through it. He's gone through some losses. He's, he's been here. It's ESPN. Uh, it's a tough guy to uh, guard for our team. Malika Andrews, ESPN. Uh, for both of you guys, I'm curious. You guys have talked a lot about how. <laughs> so look at this. So uh, he was already pissed at Malik, Malika Andrews. And now that he heard Malika is going to ask him a question, look at his response. Look at his response. He like this. Now, let me go ahead and play the video. I'm going to play it again so you can see it. All right. Now, this is not unlike any other interviewer that you get frustrated with, but he is not down with Malika. Let's play it. Uh, for both of you guys, I'm curious. You guys have talked a lot about how um, at this point, you know, sometimes it takes experience. I'm wondering if now that you have some of that experience, if you see more validity to that point or what you think about that now that you've gone through it. Oh. Just about experience. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was like, man, would you get this woman up? I'm done with her. It's a tough guy to uh, guard for our team. Oh, by the way, Giannis is one of the nicest guys in the league. All right. He's one of the nice guys in the league. And that's how he responded to her. That's how bad it is. <laughs> Malika Andrews, ESPN. Uh, for both of you guys, I'm curious, you guys have talked a lot about how um, at this point, you know, sometimes it takes experience. I'm wondering if now that you have some of that experience, if you see more validity to that point or what you think about that now. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who are you? Middleton is like a uh, 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 experience. That you've gone through it. <laughs> just about experience uh i mean probably sit back um. he didn't even hear the question he didn't even hear the question but this is how bad she is man i th i just she's not likable she's not likable uh let's put look up the clip of her and jalen rose let me pull up the jalen rose clip all right let me see here jalen let me see if i can pull it up here i, I thought i had it ready jalen rose malika uh, let's see here. Jalen Rose, Malika Andrews actually uh, reported on this when it when it was live. Uh, of course, ESPN, you can't find it that easily. Uh, hold on for a second. Where is it? 
there it is right here. We got oh, another sa- the same dude. All right, same dude's YouTube channel. We'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and uh we'll go ahead and pull it up here. His name is Self Talk. We've used several of his videos right here. This is Malika Andrews again. All right. And remember, this is supposed to be sports. This is supposed to be a loosey goosey. We're having fun. And this is what she's bringing to the uh show here. And let's get into this video. Here's the video. Fair use. We're just, get your finger out of my armpit. We're just happy to see Jalen Rose welcoming in the man with the best hair in television. We're just, get your finger out of my armpit. We're just happy to see Jalen Rose welcoming in. Okay, she said, get your finger out of my armpit. All right, I think he's going to break this down. But this is the hug. It looks innocent. And guys, this is why we tell you to not be this cordial with women in the workplace. I know you guys are cordial, but... But she chose that to be on camera, fam. By the time it got on camera, she wants to say, get your finger out of my armpit. Hold on for a second. Where does it, get your finger out of my armpit. Where- get your finger out of my armpit. All right, let's, let's look ahead. Get your finger out of my armpit. One, two, three, four. There might be a finger in there. All right, but live, get your finger out of your armpit. Is there a finger in, this arm, in our armpit? Okay, possibly. And then just grab an armpits now. We're just happy to see Jalen Rose welcoming in the man with the best hair in television. Where does it, get your finger out of my armpit. All right, I'm looking right here. Here's the angle. Get your finger out of my armpit. There's a thumb, finger one, two, three, and four. They be, do they cause trouble? Agents of chaos. Now, people have said that Richard Jefferson possibly put his finger in her armpit right here. And I know people have done breakdowns of it. This is why she's unlikable. Okay. Get your finger out of my armpit. We're just happy to see Jalen Rose welcoming in the man with the best hair in television. We're just, get your finger out of my armpit. We're just happy to see Jalen Rose welcoming in the man with the best hair in television. Okay, shortly after that. I think that it's possible that Richard Jefferson is the one doing something behind her. All right, it, it might be possible, and I'll just show you right here where it might be possible. I don't know. Your finger out of my arm. You see, Richard Jefferson was, I have no idea what the hell she's talking about. All right, but here's the thing. The reason why she's assenting, she must know where the dead bodies are. She must know something about an executive. She must have something on somebody to be rising to this point because she doesn't, she's not really likable. She's not very likable. She does things that are absolutely weird. Some of the players are not, she doesn't seem trustworthy towards the players. And this is not it. I can go on and on about this woman. She has been accused of uh, um, um, of um, going after certain black players and not going after white players and coaches, all right? So she's announced ill-timed things because she's just a talking head. She only reads what she's supposed to read. She only does what ESPN tells her to do. And she doesn't think, hey, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't do it. Maybe this is ill-timed. She's argued with Stephen A. Smith about the Emmy Yudoka thing. She stepped out of line. Stephen A. Smith had to correct her and said, this is my show. And she didn't care. She just like, you ain't nobody to me. And she also has, you know, reported on the Emmy Yudoka hiring, the hiring of the Celtics coach replacing Emmy Yudoka and announced that he had assault charges when he was like a young teenager in college. That was completely irrelevant to the story. However, when it came up to other coaches of other races, she did not announce these past discrepancies. So there's so much ridiculousness. Yeah, I know. 
Coach, I know somebody's telling me who she is. I understand. And this is why another reason why she might be rising to the heights that she's rising. I cannot tell you. But this is the stuff that she is exhibited just being in her short time on this channel. And I'm going to tell you, she's not going to get any better. It's not going to help ESPN. And this is the type of things that you do when you bring these type of personalities over. She's going to ruin it even more. She's going to ruin it even more. And she's going to make it almost un unbearable to watch. Unfortunately, this is what we have to look forward to. All right, let's go to the next segment. Postpartum depression pill is ready for you ninjas. New, 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 new world order. So check this out. I've been warning you about postpartum depression. I did entire episodes on this. A lot of people won't see this coming. You will be blindsided by postpartum depression. Um, and uh, a lot of people, a lot of women are affected by this. Up to 20% of women who experience childbirth. And there's even higher numbers. 50% will experience some sort of baby blues for a short period of time, up to two weeks after their delivery. This can cause a lot of friction in your relationship. If the postpartum depression is there, it can, the symptoms can last a year or two. I have had a video of a woman saying postpartum depression can last seven years per child. Then we have postpartum psychosis, which is rare, but a woman just deleted her baby yesterday. I mean, not yesterday, this past week. She deleted herself and her baby, her four-month-old baby, and they're attributing it to postpartum psychosis. So with this being said, these are things that men don't know. And I discuss it with you as a means to let you understand women and understand why relationships fall apart. If there's any postpartum symptoms, it's often taken out on the men, right? She's going to become moody, irritable. She might be depressed, might not be. She might be confused as to who she is, disoriented, and she might take it out on the child, shaking the child, possibly deleting the child, or take it out on the man. You're not doing this. You're not helping. And this could all be postpartum depression. You might expect this if you have a marriage or a cohabitation. You might expect it. Now, check this out. Check this out. And I'm telling anybody who, I'm using their own science against them. A lot of women will self-diagnose postpartum depression. A lot of women will not get help for their postpartum depression. And if you do not give them help or suggest that they get help, then they blame it on the man. If you suggest that she gets help and she doesn't, they blame it on the man. They'll blame you for her postpartum depression symptoms. Uh, but they have a pill, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, exactly what we need. New, 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 new world order. We need women on more uh, chemically brain-altering drugs. If this isn't bad enough, now we have a pill for a breakthrough. New postpartum depression pill is a... Vital breakthrough. Jesus, man, we done. New, 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 new world order. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. The landmark approval of the first pill for postpartum depression offers an important new treatment. Treatment. Remember, not a cure. They don't have no cures. They just got treatment, fam. Let's get them on more pills. They already want pills coming into the relationship. They already on mental head meds. They already on anti-anxiety, anti-stress, ADHD. All right, they already screwed up in the head. Now we got postpartum depression pill. Do we take this during the pregnancy or after? And it's not a cure. It's just a treatment. 
All right. Please understand what it is. He said, send the rockets, man, at this point. He got these people zooted, man. It says right here, uh, it's an important treatment for the one in seven new mothers, one in seven guys who experience postpartum depression. Uh, Self-deletion is the leading cause of maternal uh, mortality in the United States. And yet on its own, the new drug, the new drug. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. New, 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 new world order. Uh, It's as promising as it is, isn't enough. Really, considering that as many as half of women with postpartum depression go undiagnosed. There's the joke in there. One in four women take mental health bed drugs and three and four are walking around undiagnosed. Nevertheless, the new pill is remarkably a breakthrough of one of several encouraging recent developments in women's health. Really? Perhaps a sign that pharmaceutical companies are finally listening to the female half of the population, if new, you will. New, 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 new world order. All right. Um. Anyway, I'm not going to promote the name of the drug there, but you can go check it out yourself. Anyone who has given birth knows that the period after having a baby is one of enormous change. A new mom is grappling with suddenly being responsible for another human being at a time when all the relationships in her life with her partner, parents, and her peers, and even her own body has instantly shifted. It often feels extremely isolating. On top of that, healthcare providers shift nearly all of their focus from the mother's self to the baby. The postpartum period can be even tougher if the new parents lack housing stability, family leave, or quality health care, says psychiatrist. Interesting, new, Elizabeth Fiddleson. She's the director of the Women's Program Psychiatry Department at, interesting, Columbia University Medical Center. New, new, hey, new, I'm new, done. New I'm order. done, man. Y'all ninjas don't have no control over your lives. I just, I can't with you people. <laughs> can't. Hey, do you, though? Do you? Hey, have at it. Have at it. Keep doing y'all, man. It's obviously working. Anyway. Gosh. I got it. Man, I'm, I'm a little parched, so I do need to take a drink break real quick. But do me a favor. Hit the like button, and we go be back, man. Uh, enjoy. Enjoy the commercial right here. Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. But the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down, which means, you know, a man who, (laughs) this is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're going to hold off on the baby making. We're going to hold off until we get that great job, really career driven. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you going to find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Actually, I can do bad by myself. Left to say. All right, time now. 5-11. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. Hey, man, get off my screen. Get off my screen. Let me do some super chats, and we got two more stories almost at the main event. Hit that like button, man. This is a great show. This is a great show, man. I, I, I'm, I'm happy that I can deliver this information to you because men really need this info. If you're considering getting into a marriage or a relationship, the reality is these things are going to affect you, and you're not going to know what to do. And can I just say this? 
Men have no help if their partner has postpartum depression. There's no help. Listen, we want women to be healthy here. But if your partner, your woman that delivers your child, child does not um, does go through this and she likely will, there's no help for you. There's no pill. There's no therapy. There's no counseling. And people are going to side with her. Whatever she's experiencing, she's going to be like, hey, he doesn't do this and he doesn't do and he irritates me. And he, dude, there's nobody going to help you. There's no help for you. She's just going to go buck wild. In fact, I will be, I'm, I'm going to tell you, um, these relationships that blow up in the first two years of the child's life is usually because of postpartum depression, right? When the woman has the baby, and this is what we call the praying mantis. If your relationship ends before the kids even enter into school, it's more likely because of postpartum depression and that either she didn't get help or he, there was no help. He didn't understand what happened. So then they split up, divorce, she gets rid of them, um, takes them to child support court, and you're trying to figure out what happened. And nobody knows. I'm going to tell you, it's probably cause, because she's gone. She bonkers. He's <laughs> right. And I call it bonkers, but she's in some sort of psychosis, postpartum, some sort of depression. By, uh, and she's taking that on you. And you're going... And you don't know what to do because there's no help for you. It's the reality of it. If you want to know what the reality is. But anyway, people need to figure this out. All you're going to do is get blamed. And nobody's going to call her out on her bullshit. Where we at here? Shout out to DJ says some change for the CGA karaoke session. Um, I already did those. And it says watching you and hitting that nose candy is the best. All right, be careful. Gunslinger says the Marine Corps taught the Marine Corps taught me. To turn off my emotions for war and women taught me the same with relationships. Hold the line, brothers, free agent lifestyle for life. Somebody says, what if he cheated? He probably cheated because she was not feeling good about herself. <laughs> right? That's how women say it. You push me into his arms. She probably cheated. And just be honest with you, when a woman delivers a baby, her, her body's going through a definite uh, trauma. And uh, as we know, delivering babies prior to the use of um, anesthesiology and uh, prior to the use of uh, hospitals and whatnot. Uh, many women died in childbirth. Many women died. That was almost a, it was a health risk. It was a life risk to deliver a baby. Lots of women died in childbirth. So let's just get that straight. So what they're going through is a traumatic experience. And most of it is because we now have technologies and anesthesia and drugs to guide her through the process and make it a little easier. And her body is all out of whack. Sores are hormones. And so it's her now responsibility. So I'm not taking that lightly. That is certainly true. Now, what will also happen is her schedule, her connection. I mean, a lot of what feminism has pushed, they push the kids into daycare or with their grandparents after six weeks. Okay, then she's not connecting with the baby. She's lactating. There's a lot of shit going on. Her baby, her body weight's not snapping back. She doesn't feel good about herself. She can't squeeze in showers because, yeah, having a baby around makes it difficult for your own self-care. So her badussie ain't getting trimmed up. She don't feel good about giving you sex. She's musty and she smells like baby milk and, and shit. If that's if she's even taking care of the baby, right? Her, her titties are lactating. I mean, there's a lot going on. So 
the the likelihood. Oh, by the way, there's a six week period where her 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 peace leave is sewn up after the baby's been delivered vaginally. And if she's had a C-section, she's got a whole scar up and down her belly. I mean, there's a lot going on. Does she feel like having sex with you? Probably not. (laughs) Does she feel sexy? No. She ain't had time to brush her hair, brush her teeth barely. She smelled like a bag of onions. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. And you just come home and she ready to throw shoes at you, fam. She ain't had a proper meal. I mean, there's a lot going on. And so eventually you're, you'll go weeks and weeks and weeks without any intimacy. And then the intimacy that you might get is basically her just throwing you a bone. She's not into it like that. She ain't going to be in uh, likelihood. Of course, there's rare exceptions. She ain't into it like that. So you're going to go weeks and weeks, perhaps weeks. You're going to go certainly weeks if she delivered vaginally. You're going to go at least two months, close to two months. Then after that, then if she's in in postpartum depression, you're going to definitely go weeks. Anyway, but uh, I'm telling you what it is, and you better be prepared for it. So a lot of people lose their relationship right there. And as we showed you, that woman lost her life and the baby's life. She took the baby with her because allegedly her postpartum psychosis. He said, what's that postpartum mouth do? Ask her that and see what happens. Ask your girlfriend or wife, whoever delivered your baby, what that postpartum mouth do. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. See how that works out. This is why polygamy or polygyny is, is probably the most beneficial for society. Not a growing society. If the society's stable somewhat, yeah, polygyny is the best. You need some women on reserve. I need a whole concubine. I only, I'm only, only going to go concubines from here on out. I need concubine. I can't have no one woman depending on her emotion. I know you was joking. Hey, but look, I only need concubines. I need women. Now. Okay, you ain't ready tonight. Okay, all right. You bleeding tonight. Okay, all right. Give me, give me, give, who ready? Who ready? Who, who, who ready to go right now? You ready? You go, give, Come on off the bench. All right, check in. Check in to the bench. Over the, go to the check-in table. Hit the buzzer. All right, sub. Sub her in. Sub her. Hey, take her. You out. You out. Go sit down on the bench over here. She in the game right here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, my little Lord. All right, no more monogamy for me. It's, I'm done. I can't deal with it no more. It's just too much of a headache. <laughs> I'm muck mode, too. Muck mode too, but yeah, man. Shout out to Cody Draper. Draper says, morning CGA. Women have to understand that when they make men suffer, they suffer as well. Plus, when false allegations happen, men can't recover or trust women. Indeed. Uh, shout out to Dubord Nichols. Shout out to you. <laughs> All right, front toward enemy. Front toward enemy says, free agent here. Listen to the coach, fellas, and take action on his advice, your pockets will thank you later. Indeed. Get them pockets up, man. Let's get some money pregnant. <laughs> Let's get some money pregnant out here. All right? Shout out to Obstacles Opportunity. We, we want to get money pregnant. Like, we, we getting money pregnant out here. <laughs> All right. Shot X says, Coach, we need to check the mental health of these dogs with 304s. These dogs will be traumatized. We need to check on them. 
All right, let me do one more, man. I got to get back to the show. ACDC says, Coach Tank, business idea submission. Hooters like Hooters for fat peace leave chicks, a.k.a. Knuckle City. He says, you're you in. Oh, boy. All right, look, let me get on to the next show, and I'll get back to the Super Chats. Thank you for the contributions, man. And uh, the next one should be quick. Oh, man. Oh, this is going to be controversial. As if I haven't been controversial yet. Grape fantasies. Remember, this show is about understanding women. It's not about loving them. All right, you can love them, but it's better to understand them. You're going to get way forward in life and just accept reality. It's, it's, hard to, uh, it's hard to love them once you understand them. They're not very lovable. They're barely likable, as our uh, genius Patrice O'Neill used to say. But let's go to this story right here of a poor husband. This is a Reddit forum, so it could be true or not. Uh, these are like, uh, you know, letters to penthouse. But this guy says, I caught my wife watching grape porn. And now I'm feeling insecure and inadequate. Now, one of the things I tried to get men to understand, yes, simps get mad at me. I was like, you know, as fragile as women appear in the bedroom, they like to be dominated. This is the natural course of our uh, development. Right. We dominate. We're dominant. We're stronger, tend, tend to be stronger, more than likely 90 percent. Tend to be bigger and tend to be able to do more things. Right. We can pick them up, push them down, flip them over, smack it up, flip it. All right. Smack on the booty. A lot of what they experience is a physical domination of themselves there. Right. And women are trying to push it back. We want to ride. I'm a ride and I'm going to dominate you. Much of the domination is done by men. Much of the whole entire activity is done by men. We're the one holding legs up. We're planking, holding up push-up position. We're pushing and shoving, thrusting. All right, we're doing all of the work. We're, we're manipulating, getting, grabbing bodies, pulling hair. You got to have one hand doing this, one hand doing that, one leg doing this. You got to be doing all the work. We're doing all the heavy lifting in there. They just getting just tossed around like a rag doll. And a lot of them like it. Lots of them like it. We got to even, I'm going to show you statistics. Okay. Lots of them like to be choked, spit down their throat, demoralized. We showed you women that have been admitting as such. Not, not all of them do, but it's some that you don't expect that love it. And there's some that you might think want it and they're very fragile. They're like, mm, just take it easy. They ask for it. They tell you to take it, take it from me, which is interesting because why would you take it from them? Aren't they consenting to give it to you? Right? But they'll be like, take it. Own me. Use me. It's, it's this weird. It's weird, but it is what it is. Now, people who are uncomfortable with this just don't understand the dynamics between men and women. And there's some women here, not I. I like a lovemaking session. Not really. But they like it. But there has to be an understanding of what it is. Now, the danger of it is if you do this, you might get called upon it and it might turn into some sort of domestic violation. There's a danger in it. Now, we have to understand about women. One thing we have to understand is they don't give instructions. We give instructions. So most times a woman won't give you these instructions up front, right? They're not just going to be like, okay, yes, I select you as a partner. Thus, this is what I want you to do. First, I want you to choke me. Then I want you to pull my hair. Then I want you to shove my face to the pillow. Then I want you to smack my ass. And then when you do it, I'm going to say it's weak. I'm going to ask you to do it harder. I want you to pick me up, pin me to the wall. Then I want you to shove 
this is a family show. Shove your Johnson down my throat. Then after you're done, I'm going to swallow the kids. Then you're going to spit down my throat. You're not going to get any instructions. (laughs) And it actually is, if she has to give you the instructions, she's going to be less enthusiastic about it. She's going to be like, oh, you're only doing it because I'm telling you. And it's a very thin line. So you're basically experimenting. And then once you experiment, you're like, wow, this is getting interesting. You go to your drawer, pull out the handcuffs. And she says, as soon as you pull out the handcuffs, she'd be like, okay, daddy. She's like, get him, daddy. And you're like, oh, man, boy, this girl's weird. I'm like, have you done this before? The reason why she can't give you instructions is because she doesn't want to creep you out. It's kind of like when, if I say, all right, okay, I'm ready. Take your socks off. And she's like, you mean take your socks off? Oh, I'm about to, I'm about to finish on your feet. It would be weird. She'd be weirded out. You can't tell her that. You got to just do it right at the moment. <laughs> so it's a weird thing, but most women will tell you. If, they, if you continue to be with them and be predictable and boring in bed, they'll, be, they'll lose interest in you. They want to do it in the car a couple of times. They want to uh, they go to Marshall's or, or uh, Kohl's, and then you just spontaneously pin her in, pin her in the wall in the dressing room. She was like, come check out if this shirt fits. And then you go in there, oh, it looks good. And you walk out, she's like, damn, I wanted him to take me right then and there. Right, so you know what I mean? Like in their mind, that's how they work. Now they can't tell you that. They want you to be able to dominate and do that. But the problem is they could change their mind. You might do it and the woman says, what are you doing? You creep. You never know. (laughs) You never know with them because they want you to read their mind. As being masters of communicators, as women project themselves to be, they often need you to read their mind. They often don't communicate things with words. He should know. He should just do it or try it. He should be that type of guy. But then she doesn't tell you to be that type of guy. She doesn't consent. But she'll only consent until, and then she could remove consent. So it gets kind of weird. But did you guys know? Did you guys know? Let's get back to this guy. Let me see if I can pull this up. Very, very difficult subject to talk about. A lot of people won't tackle this, and a lot of people aren't experienced with this. Let me see here. But a lot of, as much as women uh, think about this um, happening to them, it's, um, I got to pull up this uh, analytical data here. You're going to be shocked. As much as women think about this type of thing happening to them and how it would change their life to the negative and how they're less willing to report on it, it says the nature of women's grape fantasies and analysis of prevalent and frequency in, uh, Contents. And this, this, this study evaluates the great fantasies of female undergraduates using a fantasy checklist that reflects the legal definition of grape and a sexual fantasy log that included systematic prompts and self-ratings. The results indicated that 62% of women have had a grape fantasy. We have to say grape over here. Okay, now this is just one study, but studies has standard deviations where they can project uh, what it would be in the standard population, standard deviation of one or two. 62% of women in the study have had at least one great fantasy, which is somewhat higher than previously estimates. All right, For women who have had great fantasies, the median frequency of these fantasies 
was about four times per year, with 14% of the participants reporting that they had a great fantasy at least once a week. In contrast to previous research, which suggests that the great fantasy was either extremely adversive or entirely erotic. Great fantasies was found to exist on an erotic aversive continuum with 9% completely aversive, but 45% completely erotic and 46% both erotic and adverse, which I'm assuming means they liked it, but they didn't want it or they liked it and they didn't think they wanted it. They were, they were, they were disappointed that they wanted it, but they liked it. They were shocked that they were thrilled about it. Indeed. And yo, Trying. what? What? Weird, huh? Didn't know that. But it's interesting. And so we have cultures, BDSM. And when dudes say, you know, dudes are simps for paying for it, but they'll pay for BDSM. They they want that and they just want it right off the rip. They don't want to be with the woman and be with her for a few weeks and say, you know, I'm into this weird thing. And then she comes out, me too. I'm into it. <laughs> so you go find someone who's into it and you go do it. Um, this is what people are paying for, for from time to time. Now, women have to come up with that same thing, too. So they'll come across on another side and be like, I just want to be dominated. I don't want to deal with a guy and go on Tinder and dates and then try to get him to dominate me after a couple of weeks or months, maybe years. Okay, maybe years. You don't know. But this guy, unfortunately, his wife, let's go back to this guy. His wife has had these fantasies. And it makes him feel inadequate. A while back. I saw my wife's interest history and clear as wait and clear as day was a BBC grape torture prawn URL. And I immediately brought it up to her that I would never be okay with her sleeping with another man, regardless of race, but was open to her sleeping with another woman since she's bisexual. Okay. I mean, you know, men look at women as one dimensional. And I've been trying to tell you they're not. There's all type of women out here. They're all on the spectrum. And you'd be shocked at what type of woman this is. So obviously it sounds like a white guy or a non-black couple here. This sounds like a non-black couple because BBC is here. Pause. But she's got ninjas in Timberland boots and uh, Jabot jeans and black tank tops and do-rags dominating her. And we call that a... Trying. <laughs> right? Timberland boots definitely are involved here. And he clicked the link and he's like, what's going on here? Well, she could never tell you. She denied wanting to be with a black man and stated she just liked the rough stuff. Inherently, the activity is rough by, as it is. But sometimes they want it to be a little bit more passionate. And they want a balance of this. They don't want it all passionate and they don't want it all rough. Again, every woman's different. She has had, wait, it, listen, she has had her black experience in the past before me and said she absolutely hated it and felt abused. Yes. This kind of contradicts her statement, in my opinion. Again, going back to the great fantasy where they said much 46% were adverse and it was erotic at the same time. 45% or so were completely it was an erotic experience and only small percent were completely adverse it was like a low low percent like eight or nine so she said it felt abusing but does that mean well she also says i hated it but does it mean she wasn't it wasn't erotic 
experience, it doesn't mean that. Now, she might be also placating to his ego because she had to tell him I was with a black man before and I hated it. So there could be a little deception going on there just to throw him off the scent. <laughs> right? Just throw him off the scent. Oh, I hated it. He was too big and it went down my throat the wrong way and it triggered my uh, triggered my uh, stroke reflex. And it was just too much. I like yours just right. Millimeter Peter. <laughs> right? Cocktail weenie. Give me that. Yeah. But she can't. She misses it now. And uh, it says right here, her last relationship was an abusive one. Yeah, that's. No, it was not that she lied to you guys. Listen, stop listening to that abusive relationship stuff. It's all bullshit. Not all majority of it's bullshit. All right. Her last relationship was an abusive one. And I'm not sure if she misses it or what she does. But I was a little surprised and upset that she was into that type of prong considering her BG. I don't even know what that is. Her BG. And uh, that's all of the conversation that I can see. There's more of this. But what you're seeing is the contradiction of women, right? They're great communicators, but master manipulators at the same time. We understand that. It should be what you understand and accept. She used the trope of she had an abusive relationship. Thus, he adjusted to that and said, I'm not going to abuse her in bed. I'm not going to abuse her at all. So he went and adjusted to that. And he only makes love to her. And he only has predictable. And now she's bored. She's like, I need to go back to the dude that used to choke me and I didn't have to ask or her background. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. All right. So she now is going, oh, what do I want? They, they, she kind of got stuck and now she's, it's manifesting in her behavior online. Unfortunately, she probably is doing this offline as well, but he don't know that. In these streets. <laughs> he don't know that. All right, so she's wanting it, she's craving it, and it's going to lead to the fracture of her relationship. So the honest conversation about this is knowing what to expect by doing this. Now, what it's going to do is it's going to, again, the angry dudes, the dudes that, you know, Chad and Tyrone and do all of this stuff, you're going to try to cope and call these girls whores and skeezers, which is not going to make any, it's not going to make it any better. I'm in the opinion of I don't judge women like that. I just put them over to the side and say they're like that. I put them on the spectrum and go, boom. Okay. They're on a spectrum and it is what it is. There's no controlling it. There's no shaming them out of it. Um, you know, and also they don't feel any guilt about this as well, which is part of the show. Now, do they regret it? Yes. But they ain't going to feel any guilt for having these fantasies. Uh, neither do you have any guilt of having the fantasies that you have. But because they or have a propensity to be shamed for them, they keep these fantasies to themselves. And they also know that if they told you this, you would be feel inadequate, and there it is. Sometimes they want a balance of both. They want the best of two worlds. All right, let me show you one more statistic, and we'll um, show you this right here. It says between, this one says between 9 and 17% of women consider great fantasy, fantasies to be their favorite fantasy. And a fantasy they imagined very frequently. Yeah, this is tough for a lot of men. Let me see if I can uh, put this up on the screen just so you can see that I'm not making it up. Uh, let's see here. Uh, for some reason. And this is, these are, these are um, academic studies. All right, these are academic studies that I showed you. These aren't like 
coming from some book or a YouTuber or something like that. Now, if I dig into what the YouTube women are saying on here, you definitely going to feel inadequate. Let me see here. Um, I don't know if I can show this on YouTube, but uh, we'll, sh- we'll show it. Uh, this is for education purposes only, and then we'll get into the main event. It says, uh, fantasies, fantasies of forced segs are common. Do they enable great culture? So you saw the, vi- the picture there. And it says great fantasies is, uh, according to this kink educator, are one of the most common fantasies for women. Studies attempting to quantify just how common yield wildly different results, likely thanks to their limited size sample. Uh, varied methodologies and their risk of response bias when answering questions about taboo subjects such as sex and desire. And that's important to understand. They're the risk of response bias. So even the risk of response by men who know this information. I know this information. I understand it. So I use it to my advantage, but I'm also careful. Instead of judging them, I say, okay, it is what it is. You want to be choked? Let's get it. Let's get it done. Make sure I'm, let's do it in a safe manner. And what's your safe word? All right. Is your safe word grabbing my hand and yanking it down? Is it no? Is it more? Is it use me? Is it, what is it? Is it stop? What is it? No more? Too hard? What is it? But a lot of guys can't deal with this because you're wrestling with your introduction to under, not understanding women. All right, you're used to not understanding them and projecting what you want them to be instead of accepting who they are. But the research suggests that up to 62% of women experience these fantasies about some sort of non-consensual encounter at least once in their life. 14% of them have this fantasy at least weekly and 9-14% consider them the, their most frequent and favorite fantasies. 14, 9-14%. Their most frequent and favorite fantasies fantasies some women say um that uh they play out these fantasies with their partner guys this has come up by the way it's come up with the baseball player uh, for the dodgers he doesn't play for the dodgers now but it came up in that situation and it says right here and she teaches them she teaches people how to do so in a negotiated safe and comfortable scenario that's where it gets messed up for men that's where it gets messed up for men all right, but um, women are online doing this and also going to your church. All right, pineapples. Pineapple, yeah, man. So you guys see this? Tough situation here. But, um, you know, it, this can lead to some confusion. And oftentimes, we've known women to take pictures of them with certain Mar- Trevor Bauer. Thank you, Trevor Bauer. I've done a video on him like eight times, and I still can't remember his name. Go Dodgers. Go Doyers. Still my Latino brothers. But they will take pictures after the fact, after requesting the fantasy, which is synonymous with post-nut clarity. So let's just get this straight. Post-nut clarity is something that you would do. Like you were into it. You had a big old fat overweight woman and you was into it. You was loving her. You was, you was all over her body. And then you busted a nut and then you came back to reality. And you was like, what was I doing? Absolutely disgusting. You were in the shower thinking to yourself. We were sitting back in the shower like, shit. Damn, who am I? What am I? I can't believe how disgraceful and despicable I am. I was led by my lust in my loin. This is disgraceful. This woman smells like a bag of onions. I wish she would leave. 
I'm humiliated. I hope my neighbor never sees me. <laughs> sees her, right? Because that's it. That's exactly your response afterwards. Now, her response afterwards was she asked for it, but if she's inexperienced with it, she could be disgraced herself. She could be sitting there like, I can't believe I let him do that to me. I'm a staunch feminist. Men dominating me is ridiculous. Down with the patriarchy. She could have that same response. <laughs> she feels dirty, disgraceful. Ugh. I have an aftertaste in my mouth. Shout out to. <laughs> All right. So you understand this. She looks at herself. She's got black eyes. She got choke hands on right here. Her butt is all damn and bruised from being smacked. Right. Belt. And then, and then everybody's like, Oh, what happened to you, darling? <laughs> I got beat up. He was a little too rough. He went to pound town. So again, they don't feel guilty. They just, are in regret. This is kind of understanding what they are. <laughs> it, I didn't consent. Did he consent to that? Of course, the normie chicks come. Did he, did he consent to that? Did you give him consent to do all that? Of course, now she has to protect her, her, her dignity and her pride. I didn't. He, I, I asked a little bit, but he went too rough on me. Mm. Now you in court. <laughs> now you in court. And she's got to tell everybody she's dragging your ass because... She wants to protect her reputation. The reason why these cases come out is because somebody else found out. In fact, in the Trevor Bauer case where she asked twice, she came on two separate occasions to get beat up. She ended up getting beat up. She asked for it. And then her cousin, her male cousin saw the results and was like, girl, what happened to you? (laughs) She don't want to tell her cousin she a skeezer. She don't want to tell her cousin she enjoys great fantasies and getting beat up. So she got him. <laughs> he was a little too rough on me. Ooh, that baseball player, he make $100 million a year. Oh, we going to sue his ass. Let's get his pockets real quick. Get him. I'm <laughs> Who think I'm lying? Who thinks I'm lying, man? Look, this is the world we live in. Look, I'm going to do Super Chats. Come back. Get the main event. Appreciate you. Uh, ACDC, shout out to you. Joshua Moon says, Coach, when you showed the three pogs, I was filling up the mop bucket at my job. It overflowed on the floor because that brother was. Yeah, that brother stopped. He said there was water everywhere. Shout out to you. God dang. Man, he liked them pogs. I see what brother's like. I know. MC Hamster says the Florida State University is trying to bail on the ACC since the conference has a contract with ESPN through 2036. ESPN hit the wall. It did. Damn. Yeah, Florida State trying to bail out. Cali West Miami, Malika Andrews, a.k.a. half half Millie Mouth Muskrat. (laughs) She does kind of look half Millie Mouth Muskrat, but she's cute. Garrett Harris says, waiting on the yacht pics of Malika to surface. Mm -hmm. JC says, I don't care, coach. I could do bad all by myself, indeed. The Trevenator over here with the co-sponsorship. Shout out to you. He says, a Dallas judge just ruled that prostitution ordinances are unconstitutional. So the junior college finna be litty. Oh, man, not Dallas. I need to run down there to SMU. It's going to get me a couple of flatback supremes. I'm going to tell you what it's going to look like. Let me see if I can get it set up here. Oh, yeah. I do have it up here. Um, apparently, over there in Highland Park, it's about to be Liddy for real. Let me see if I can show you. 
Uh, Highland Park, now that the Dallas judge has ruled that prostitution ordinance are unconstitutional, this is me in Highland Park. And if it ain't like this, I don't want it. It's about to be on like Donkey Kong over there in Highland Park. Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. All right. Not during rush week. Man, they know the timing. Junior College is about to be on and popping. <laughs> it's about to be here. I don't want no pogs. This is where I'm going to be, man. Hey, man, I had enough pogs in my life, man. I need something a little bit more fit and foldable and manipulatable, man. It's about to be home. All right. Hey, Highland Park, here I come, brothers. I'm coming out here. Let me get on the plane. <laughs> Some scholarships about to be given out around here. <laughs> All right. Hold on for a second, man. This is reprehensible. This is a family show, too. It's a family show. We need to stop with this. Despicable behavior. We're revealing ourselves. All right, uh, man, the streets is cold out here, man. It's an evil world. It's an evil world we live in. What are we doing, man? Look at all these people, man. They're like, this is disgraceful. Hey, man, I'm not doing it, man. Y'all need to contact your local representative. It's not me. MC Hanser says, read my mind equals you accountable for the idea. Indeed. They're very crafty at this making you accountable for the idea. And they came up with the, they, they'll, 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 um, they'll green light the idea. But uh, if it doesn't work, then it's your fault. Of course, Jermaine, definitely Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Uh, let me get as much as I can. That's what I said. Shout out to Principe said, coach said, I want to finish on your feet. <laughs> all right, ladies, just take it easy. Just let me do what I need to do. All right. It is what it is. <laughs> oh, man. They like, this is disgraceful. Well, what do you want me to do? Because whatever I do it on, you're going to be mad. All right. Uh, let me see here. I think I got everybody. No? What time is it? I think Kaylin's up next. Oh, man. He says right here. He says, nah, coach. He says, we... He says, we are in full support. He says, don't worry about them families. Rayon says, greetings, coach of the coach gang members. I live in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I was just informed. He says, that I want to inform any coach gang member that lives in North Kakalaki that you can go to the state library in Raleigh, sign up for a library card, check out the current trial bench books, which has all of the state current family laws in it. Oh, man, shout out to you, North Carolina, North Carolina in the building. All right, and they spin some T-shirts around like a helicopter there, I heard. Is that right? Is that the right place? All right, they take their shirt off and spin it around like a helicopter? Is that North Carolina? I don't know. Mm. Caitlin says, this is why we, uh, this is why when you marry a woman, you must be her lone sexual experience. I don't know. Those days are gone. Women will forever compare their past sexual experiences. This is biblical to their current, and their husband will never measure up. That's a sad reality when you make the biggest commitment of your life to her. Indeed. Shout out to Raleigh. Okay. <laughs> that is, that was North Carolina. All right. That was North Carolina. Hey man, hey, everybody in North Carolina right now, take your t-shirt off and spin it around in the air like a helicopter. All right. That's what they do there. Apparently they wake up in the morning and they do this. This is what I was told. So I don't want to, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. 
Oh, man. Anyway. Oh, man. Uh, shout out to North Car- Kakalaki in the building and everybody. Okay, we got two more. And then I'm going to get on with the show. Uh, let's see here. Maybe I got a lot. Oh, Jesus. All right, we got Venmo. Did I get Garrett? I did. Chris says, used to watch Sports Center religiously. Woke feminism took over, indeed. But now I'll be watching CGA Sports, Coach Gang for Life. I need to put more sports videos over there. Um, also, um, that uh, they lost me when they did the Woke Sports Center. All right, the like the SC6 or something like that with uh, the two Woke, uh, uh, Michael, Michael and Jamel Hill. I don't like that Jamel Hill. All right, shout out to Garrett says, you can't tell me Mike Greenberg was so busy. He couldn't host two to three games a week. Um, in July of the NBA Finals, one of the most watched event, he got pushed out. This feels like damage control for Rachel Nichols in the Maria Taylor fiasco, pandering to the normies. Yep. Macaroni Tony coach ain't lying. A high school teammate of mine threw away a promising D1 scholarship because he robbed a stake and shake in an attempt to support his baby mama. Damn. That's one. Uh, this is Deshaun Rose. Damn, coach. He says, you have to warn us truckers. When you got pogs in booty shorts on the screen, I'm driving over here. He says, I hit the rumble strip, trying not to pay attention, but I'll show that Malika chick how much I don't like her, if you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> right. Shout out to CGA Sports, man. We're going to definitely put some more videos up. Football season. I keep saying that, but it is what it is. All right, shout out to you. The brothers love them pogs. I'll give you another shot of the pogs before we go into the main event. Who wants to see them? Who wants to see him? I know you want to see him. All right, here we go right here for the brothers that out here are starving. Uh, yeah, that brother's starving. Are starving, brothers. And listen, I understand. Let me see if I can pop it back up. There they go right there. I see what y'all like. I see what y'all like. We'll turn the volume down. Oh, they love it. Look at these brothers out here. They starving out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Woo-wee, man. Don't crash your truck out here. They out here want to show teeth and everything. You know, most white men are running from this. They don't want no parts of these. They'll leave the brothers. They like, you can have them. <laughs> hey, man, I'll tell you the story. Did I tell you the story? This is story time. I know, man, I got to get to the main event. We, I don't want to do four hours today. Shit. Our quick story, quick story. Quick story. Um, there was a white guy. Remember, I worked at, I worked at a university, and uh, we took a trip to Hawaii. Hawaii was in our conference at the time. And uh, we took a trip to Hawaii. And um, I met this nice, young, blonde chick from Australia. <laughs> okay. And I met her in Hawaii, you know, took her to the hotel, throttled her, and was walking her around. And I was, you know, she was, she was cool. So I'm in, I was an assistant coach at the time, and I met this little blonde chick. And um, we, we were walking around and whatnot. Now, the, one of the people who worked in the sports information department who traveled with us, he saw me with the girl. And, but he couldn't tell it was me because it was that night we were at a hotel that was right off the beach and it had a fire pit. So I'm walking with this girl. He sees me and he's like, um, he didn't say nothing. And I saw him and I was like, hey, John, how, how's it going? And he was like, oh, hey, what's going on, Greg? And um, then he realized it was me. Now, check this out. This is what he said. This is what he said. I'll take the pogs off the screen. He said he saw me with the woman way down there, but he didn't know it was me. And he says, when he saw me, he was pissed. He was like, damn. He was like, look at this, a nice blonde girl with this. And she was nice, petite. She was tightly packed. He was like, look at this nice blonde girl with this black guy. He told me this the next day on the bus. 
And he said, I was mad until I saw it was you. And he says, the reason, he says, we ain't listening. Y'all was looking. He said, the reason why he was mad was because she was an attractive white woman. That's what he said. He said, because he says, black guys normally go for the bottom of the barrel. And he normally doesn't care when he sees that. Because he's like, we don't want the mud sharks and trailer parks trash anyway. But he was like, and you was with an attractive white woman. He got mad. He was mad. He said, ninja, ninja, ninja. And he said, we prefer you to be with these types because we don't want them. Mm. <laughs> All right. We prefer you to be with old sloppy yogurt, two times divorce, three time baby daddy, overweight. He prefers it because he said we don't want them anyway. But the fact that I had a, a nice hottie, he was pissed. And so here's the thing. A lot of guys don't understand that because you don't have a, a conversation with people like that. But because we knew each other and we were comfortable, he could express that, which to me, people were like, what did you do? Did you beat him up? No, you want them to. Ex See, you want people to express their ideas so you know who they are. Reacting to it emotionally prevents people from expressing their ideas. You want to know who they are. You don't want to stop them from talking because stopping them from talking makes it worse. That means they keep the feelings inside and then you can't tell who's who. You want to know. Same thing with your kids. When your kids come in and be like, you know, I'm doing this. You don't shame them. You don't yell them down. You want them to be open so they can feel comfortable talking. Same thing with your woman. Same thing with your woman. You want them to be able to say what they want to say. Same thing with women in modern society. You want women to feel comfortable doing this so you can tell who's who. But shaming them does the opposite. Shaming them just makes them be more, come more crafty and manipulative to sneak around. So you want social media women to come out here. You want them to go on OnlyFans. You want them to do shake their ass. You want them to do this. Go, do it. You're helping yourself. So this is understanding people. It's understanding women. Reacting emotionally and shaming them and yelling at them makes them just go back in. They'll just, okay, I can't tell him. Let them talk. Let them do what they want to do. And then you react accordingly. That's what you do. That's what you do. This is life-changing advice. You don't have to jump out on them and try to beat them up. Why would I beat them up? And then be like, okay, I know. I know what's up now. I know what's up. And he wasn't going to, he didn't put me down. He didn't belittle me. He actually gave me a compliment. He's like, if you were able to pull her, it upsets me. So anyway, yep, it just helps you. So look, let me get back to the main event. Is that it? It is. Let people be free to express. This is why the liberals are losing. Because what they do is, if they don't like what you say, they try to shut you up and cancel you. How does that help? How does that help society? Well, it helps them believe that they're going to get power, but they end up, it ends up working against them because their own people are going to do it and they eat themselves. But if they just say, hey, I don't like what you say, report, delete, and they just cancel, it doesn't help because then you just get a, a silent majority that it just festers underneath. And then, you know, anything could happen. Violence, it, anything could happen then. Or the, the hate just goes down, down in the, the black market. So anyway, that's what, that's what people don't understand. Wives, you should do this too with your husband. All right, don't shame him if you want to finish on your feet. And if, again, with the marital advice, 
Ladies, if you're married to a guy and he express his fetish and you shame him, just divorce him because that shaming him for his fetish is not going to stop him from having that fetish. And don't send him to marriage counseling. He just likes to do certain things in the bed. And if you don't want to do it, just divorce him, please. Because if you want to stick the banana up the tailpipe and you say, you ain't never doing that, just, just set the clock to the divorce. Because <laughs> it's going to happen because you're going to find him putting the banana up the tailpipe on somebody else. Yep. That's what you're going to find him doing. So I'm not saying you should do it if you don't want to do it, but just go ahead and just set the clock because he's going to find somebody to do it. <laughs> if you just not nasty, be over there. I don't know what to tell you or hire a girl and be like, I ain't never going to do it, but you could do it with the next door neighbor girl visiting or her parents from college. Okay. Uh, send her over. <laughs> Send her over. Okay, I'll get you. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, all right. She'll do it. I, you'll be like, I know she likes it. Okay, okay, come come on. Or uh, invite a friend over. Oh, my friend likes to put it up the top. Okay, bring her on over then. <laughs> I mean, help the man out. All you're going to do is frustrate him and send him out to these streets. Okay, enough of this debauchery. This is despicable behavior we're exhibiting over here. In these streets. Despicable. Main event time. All right, come on, man. Let's clean it up. Let's clean it up. This is a family show. Let's clean this shit up. Tired of this. Can we talk about something else? All right. Uh, here it is right here. No guilt, only regret. There's data that says women lie more than men. This data also says that women cheat more than men. And there's data that says when women cheat on their spouses, they never regret it. So let me show you right here. Uh, there's also data that says women are fine. They're more, they have more guilt than men they hold more guilt but i'm gonna debunk that in a minute but married cheaters have no regret because it's satisfying you might think they feel guilty uh but they barely have regret about these things right here and it's sad they're like hey you push me into his arms i don't get it. i don't regret it all right they said men and women by the way now here's an article that i'm going to show you because women are like no i feel guilty all the time i'm going to show you why ladies are you here i know you're here i'm going to show you why women feel guilty but they do have guilty feelings. And I'm going to show you something, men, that you have to understand. You might not see it here. Let's go ahead and put this up. Here's 30 things women feel guilty about but shouldn't. Oh, it says right here, women feel guilty more than men because they are socially conditioned to cater to an unrealistic expectation of the society. Gosh, everybody says that. Women say that. Black people say that. White people say that. <laughs> I mean, is that everybody's tagline? The Matrix says that. Ninjas that are anti-The Matrix say that. Is that everybody's tagline now? We are socially conditioned to cater to unrealistic expectations, beauty standards, and fat shaming. What? Why am I? Jesus. The Matrix is big here. It says right here, women feel guilty about things more frequently than men do, as per studies. However, it is more of a social conditioning than a psychological difference. Oh, interesting. Guilt is even about guilt, guilt is even about self-care and more importantly, putting themselves first. Here are 30 things women feel guilty about but shouldn't. And I'm going to run through the list pretty quickly here. I'm going to run through the, uh, the, the list pretty fast because there's 30 things. You can't do this. All right, eating as they please, number one. Uh, number two, walking at night. Three, having male friends. Four, being financially and emotionally independent. 
Next, being financially better than their male partner, prioritizing self-care, prioritizing career. So I could focus on my career. Putting their emotion, uh, emotional needs forward, putting their physical needs forward, being vocal about their struggles and needs, being fat, skinny, dark skin, tall or short, eating too much or too little, not being the ideal version of a woman for the society to idolize, not maintaining not maintaining the house at all times, expressing what they feel, being single, married, in a relationship, or in a complicated relationship, telling no, uh, not being perfect in making mistakes like a human being, turning down dates, wanting, not wanting children, wearing makeup, wearing short clothes, standing up against the wrong, holding a strong opinion, being competitive and ambitious, Marrying someone older or younger, having casual sex or casual relationships, being the one to end a relationship, calling out people who do not respect them and for being a woman. All right. So I had to get that out there. Now, what do you notice about this list? Okay, What do you notice about this list? Anything notice anything you noticed about this list? women feel guilty more than men list and then them listing out this guilt. What do you notice about this gift? Just, just, just let me know. He said, bull crap. No, 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 that's not it. Some of it is bull crap, but what do you, what else do you notice? See if you guys can pick that up. He said, being a woman, well, that's their main anger with God. It's a feminist list. No, 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 no. It's goofy. Huh? Ah, ACDC got it. AC got it. What happened to ACDC? Yep, Cali West Miami got it. Yep, no got no good got it. Felix got it. No mention about helping the man. That's yep. All yep, Warhammer got it. All of this list was me 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 me. <laughs> this entire list sending around me, 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 I, 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 me, 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 no other thing on that damn list had anything to do about nobody else, but me, 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 it's all about them. So when the most of the guilt that they experience is an internal guilt, thus, if they do things, something despicable to a man or the man does something or there's consequences or repercussions for a decision they made that affected someone else, not on the list. Did you guys see any of that on the list? Nope, not, not one thing was about, uh, you know, uh, how, they, how they destroyed their family through filing for a divorce, how their kids uh, can't eat, because uh, they fighting their daddy, baby daddy and child support, keeping their kids away from their father. Not one mention. Not one mention. How they kids uh, can't eat because they, they, because some situation they blew up their family. It, how they made a financial mistake. There was nothing in there about financial mistakes. How they took out too much student loan. How they effed up their finances, their credit score. You don't feel guilty about your credit score. Now you can't. Per- None of that shit. None of that has shit that has something. To- it is all them. 
nothing about their children, nothing about the men in their lives, nothing about how they made the man feel, nothing about how they cheated and they kept it under wraps and made him out to look like an asshole, how they fought dudes in custody, how they divorced great, but dude, the kingdom come, any false allegations, any misunderstandings, nothing, nothing about the other people. It was all them. And that was a list of 30. So when I give you a chance, ladies, what do you feel guilty about? What do you feel guilty about? Well, you know, I had this relationship that I totally made the guy out to look like an absolute loser. But he was a good guy. He was a wonderful man. And I actually blew it. It was me the entire time. I was the one doing despicable behavior. But now I've learned. I've learned from these mistakes. Out of the 50 relationships and 100 men that I've had sex with, I've blamed all of them for all of the consequences and repercussions that I've experienced in life. Thus, I will not do that anymore because I was the common denominator in all of these situations, not the other men. I picked them, and as therefore, I messed up and I must suffer. So from here on out, I'll correct it. I'll be a better woman for other men. Not for myself. I'll be a better woman for other men. I'll be a better mother for my children. Like they'll have the do they'll keep the kids away from the damn baby daddy and then blame him for not being a good father. <laughs> like what the fuck? There's no guilt there. But they will have regret. They will have plenty of regret when it comes to what they do to other people. They'll have regrets somewhat. And what are the regrets? The regrets are more centered around what happened to them not what happened to the other person. So the self-centeredness has been exhibited. You cannot deny it. I just read you a list, and they provided it for me, trying to prove their case, that women feel guilt more than men. But it, it is not for what they do to other people. It is what they feel guilty about themselves. And what most people call them out on, having male friends. You feel guilty about having male friends? You should. When you're in a relationship, absolutely. <laughs> they literally provided a list. You could, hey, ladies, this was your chance. You had your chance and you blew it. You gave the list up and I just push it back in your face. All you, not anyone else. You had 30 and I give you another 30. You still couldn't come up with it. Okay. You still couldn't, you still couldn't prove me wrong. You still were going me, 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 me. All right. Sad, huh? But this is why we understand. So when you understand that, you, you make better decisions. You adjust. Let me show you this. If you think that's bad, all right, we got even more. I got even more for you here. Let me see here. Uh, going back to where's my video? That oh, Okay. So we have uh, this woman right here. Uh, it's kind of off a little bit. Let me, let me pause it over here before I share it. This is a woman who uh, got divorced. All right, so let me go ahead and pause it right here. This woman says, and this happens a lot, guys. If you have experienced this, um, in fact, they tell you that women suffer more in divorce. And the reason why they say that is because they want you to believe that women don't have a, they don't gain in the divorce. Well, this is bullshit, first of all. They're only saying that so we can understand that they suffer and them filing for divorce means that the, the man was the problem. This is how they defend the 80% divorce rate. Well, women suffer more. They do. They do. In the long term, it's a, it's a fat L. And especially as the divorce, uh, the family law code is more benefiting men, uh, increasingly, you're seeing more of them get the realization that, damn, I messed up. I regret. 
Why? Because I was affected negatively. Not I regret blowing up the family. I regret divorcing because I have 50-50 custody. I didn't anticipate that. That's where the regret comes from. There's no guilt, but the regret comes from, and this woman's going to show you. Let me play the video, and, and I'll read what she said. It says, uh, my new life as a divorced woman, expectations versus reality. This is the expectation. Oh, shit, I got to turn that down. The expectation, look, the expectation is that she's going to be out there shaking her ass, all right? That's the expectation, but the reality is this. The, re the reality is she home alone with her dog. The expectation was she was going to be out there getting throttled, out there having fun, out there traveling, out there partying. Well, the expectation was from I was going to get money. I was going to get spousal support and child support. And, and I was going to go out there and have this new life being young, single, wild, and free. Well, that ended after she got pumped and dumped two or three times because that her peace leave was itching. So she had to get rid of the boring husband and make him out to be the bad guy, go out there and get throttled, catch a STI, or had to have an abortion, uh, early termination of pregnancy. She got tired. Of, you know, the body couldn't keep up. She couldn't compete with the younger women. And now she back at home like this. Okay? Now she back at home after three months because the three months was lit. The three months after her divorce was litty. She was getting throttled. Young dudes was coming over. She was getting flown out. All right, but guess what? Reality caught up after three months. Now, this is what you're doing now. Why? Because the spousal support ain't supporting that. The child support ain't supporting that. The father actually got equal custody, and now you at the crib with less child support than you thought you was going to get. And the only way you fix that is to take more custody away with the for the father. So now reality done hit. The first three months to three years was lit. Now the rest of your life from 40 to 80 going to be like this here. <laughs> and you sitting up here looking like, hold up. You sitting up here like. All right, trying to figure out why your herpes are having to flare up. <laughs> right? Damn, my herpes done flared up. Now I can't get rid of it. Let me hear. Let me read her caption says, when I first separated from my ex and realized I would be having weekends off, I swore I would be outside. Oh, I'm going to have weekends off. Oh, you're going to have two weeks off. Okay. She thought she was only going to have weekends off. Oh, no. He got 50% custody. You're going to have two full weeks off. You're going to be a half a parent. And she says, I remember the first time my kids went to their dads for the weekend. I was so confused. The house was quiet as F. Yep. All you got is your roof, 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 roof. Their rooms were empty and I was alone for the first time in years. I kept asking myself, quote, what do people without kids do? What do I do? What did I do before kids? It definitely took some time, but I've learned to enjoy my kid free weekends. All right. And I make sure to do things that I enjoy, not just catch up on things around the house. Sometimes I go out and live life. Sometimes I stay home and do absolutely nothing. And I don't feel guilty for any of it. See this? Remember the name of the stream. They don't feel guilt, only regret. And barely any of that. So she's somewhat coping, if you will. But I'll give it to her. She said she shares more. So she says she's half in these streets. She's half alone at the house. And she don't feel guilty. Sad part is, just like that list of 30 things that women feel guilty about, it's all me, 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 me. What about the kids? What about the father? There's no mention of that. 
Have you noticed that? Everything she talked about was me. Me, 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 me. <laughs> what about... What about the kids? How are they affected? Because you want to go have your life. Now that shit's blown up and they live out of a backpack the rest of their lives. Or at least the rest of their childhood. No guilt. None. What about the child's father? Child's father. He's limited on there. He got to probably take care of you. And he's, pay, he's got custody, but he's got to pay you some child support. No guilt. You see, they're all about themselves. And even when I'm showing you this, people are denying it, and I'm pointing this flaw out. It's a flaw, but that you have to accept it. it only, they only can see things from their point of view, and they don't feel guilty about exposing their kids to this reality. I want to go live my life. I want to go outside. I want, why didn't you not have kids? Why didn't you get married in the first place? Now you're going to put them through this trauma. Um, and they'll never do this. Now, only thing they're going to feel is regret, and it normally comes from the regret that they experienced, not what they put their kids through. So I regret doing this. I thought it would be better. I thought I would have more alimony. I thought I would get. All right, so you're not, you know, you still think I'm, um, you still don't like what I'm telling you. How dare you? Okay, you don't like what I'm telling you. Let's take that down. Take that down. Maybe I'll give you another example here. I'll give you another example of this, of this me, 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 no guilt, no regret. And I'm waiting for it to load up on my fake book right now. And um, it's not. So let me hit the refresh button and see what this is all about over here. Okay, here it is right here. So this comedian um, has called this couple out and shout out to him. I don't know if they're part of the show or if they're just, you know, if this is a reality. So let's listen to what he says and then break it down. It's quite long. So and. Uh, for people that are wearing headphones, his voice is going to scream on the microphone, so I'm warning you. Is your best friend? You never f <laughs> well, How long are you going to keep leaning him on like this? <laughs> You're paying this whole bill? Don't pay the whole bill. You're still as friends. As friends! As friends! Everybody say They said it, not me. <laughs> you want him? Yeah, you want him? What you got, huh? Hey, sit next to her. Come sit next to her. Empty chair in here. Hey, 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 if she's your best friend, she'll understand. Sit right here. Sit down right there, my boy. Well, look, look, look now. Now, take a look at now. All right. And so uh, we're, we're going to break it down. And apologies for the headphones there. All right. So you see her face afterwards. Now, we'll break it down. <laughs> okay. We'll break it down to see what happened. Now, afterwards, there was no guilt about her friend zoning this guy. If this is not a plant. She's friend zoning the guy. She's using the guy. This is typically what um, this is typically what women will do. Oh no, we're just friends, and but he's paying for the drink, he's paying for the experiences. Let's go out tonight. And what she's doing is using him. Oh, we can be friends. Well, he wants to hit them skins, even though she's a big old. 
Dita, indeed. All right, Tortha, if you will. And um, here it is right here. Uh, she's like, ain't no big deal. We're just friends. So he exposed the fact that you shouldn't have any hard feelings that if he hasn't, he's, he's enjoying this time with these other girls, these flatbacks, you should be fine with it. Now, based on the editing, she looks a little upset about it. So there's no guilt when she's using, but there's regret when she's exposed for this type of behavior. Did you see that? Now, let's go ahead and play it again, uh, uh, just in case you missed it, and we'll break it down. Here we go. Is that your man? Is your best friend? You never f- All right, and so, um, again, how long are you going to keep leading him on? Yes. Uh, some dudes aren't aggressive. Some dudes slow pimp. Some dudes just stick around in the orbit. And uh, un- uh, unfortunately, this guy loves him a big old fat. Dita. I mean, she could be good for recreational use on a slow Tuesday. She definitely slow Tuesday material. Uh, but, yeah, he's not man enough. He's a wussy ass bitch, as he said. You paying this whole bill? Don't pay the whole bill. You split it as Uh-huh. Yep. If you friends, you splitting it. Yep. And look at her. She's like, oh, hell no. As friends, as friends, remember. Everybody say, if he pays for the bill, he's a what? Indeed. And so, guys, we need to come to this understanding. If you pay for the bill and you ain't hitting, you are, you are that on the screen. Yep, that's you. They said it, not me. Uh oh, see, now the, no, the, uh oh, look, uh oh. Uh oh, look, it's true love. Look at this ninja. He like, uh oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that brother's starving. You know, oh, look at his eyes. He happy as large. Look at him. Niggas always gotta show they <laughs> oh, I can get me a flatback supreme. She a little old, but he's like, hmm, I'm going from torta. To kale salad. All right. Yes, indeed. Let me get a good little soggy flatbacks. All right. Here we go right here. He happy as hell. Look at him right here. Sister's pissed off. They ain't one black woman in the scene right here. You got huh? Hey, sit next to her. Come sit next to her. Woo! Hey. hey. Now, look. If you go over there, she mad. Yes, hey, hey, hey. If she's your best friend, she'll understand. Indeed. Right look, he gone. Look, he like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Yes, indeed. He's like, what? Flatback Supremes? Give me some. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right. Hey, this is an easy layup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he said, I love you, boy. Yeah, Miami. All right, Miami. Yeah, your best friend's happy. We just friends. Your best friend's happy, he said. You're not happy? You're not happy? Look, she's not happy. She's like this. She's like, I'm not happy. <laughs> now look. Now look. See that? Now she got to pay the whole bill after she didn't suck down all them burritos. All right? <laughs> so does she feel guilt or regret? Does she feel guilt or regret? What is it? <laughs> What is it that she do, man? She she feels guilt. She feels regret. And now she's considering what's going on here. She was like, okay, how did this go left? 
All right, I got exposed for manipulating and usury. Indeed, you did. All right, you definitely did. What about this? We got two more here. Let me see here. We got two more here. Let's go to the house woman. Let's go to the house. So remember I warned you about houses. Um, I, I warned you about the housing. Well, you know, people don't want to listen to me. Women typically, they buy houses on their own and they're not ready for it. They get a non-conventional loan and they get swindled by their mortgage broker. And or they buy too much house. Married people, the women tend to be like, oh, this has a wonderful kitchen. All right. There's a video of a woman saying, I don't care what's in our, my husband's bank account. I'm going to go ahead and green light a $30,000 renovation. Do you know that many divorces occur after a renovation, right? This is a very traumatic experience for a relationship and marriage. And the finances are tied to it. And also what person's taste, you know, they want white cabinets. You want off-white. Off Somebody has to make a call here. Typically, the gump husband will bow down to the woman and deal with something. And then she gets it. And she says, oh, wow. Or she gets the bill or the relationship implodes because of these arguments. It happens. Look it up. Look it up yourself. Renovations are a big cause of divorces. All right. But uh, so is home purchases. She's purchasing the home for her future and to secure her future, not for the marriage. Meaning that she'll purchase it. And if it's just too big, she'll deal with it after the divorce. She's like, I'll deal with that shit after the divorce while he's not living here. This is the woman here is going to talk about now. We regret buying our house. No shit. I warned you guys about this. I warned you guys about this. Let's hear why she regrets it. Remember, no guilt, just regret. And who is this most likely going to affect? The husband. Owning property. Now, whether that is for investment purposes or to own your own home as your primary residence. For generations, we have been fed that owning a house or owning some form of property is the thing that every single Australian should and needs to work towards. Decades ago, people were buying houses in their early to mid 20s. Now we're looking at people in their 30s all the way up to their 40s, waiting for that opportunity to get their great piece of the Australian dream, owning their own home. Now, I'm not gonna lie, I used to believe in this dream and still kind of do think that owning property is something really amazing and that a lot of people do wanna work towards, but why do we wanna be fed this dream when a lot of the time the reality is that this dream can cause a lot of financial stress and lead us to potentially resent the house that we buy. In today's video, I'm gonna be talking about mortgage stress and my own real life experience with owning property and the potential reason why my partner and I are thinking about selling our house within the first year of owning. <laughs> well, uh, listen, you about to take a bigger financial hit selling that house. All right. Just to let you know, Ninja, first of all, you might not be able to sell that mug. I mean, by the time you get done with the real estate agent fee, you just bought the house. If you don't, if you're not going to live there for five years, forget it. All right. So now you regret it, ma'am. You can't make the move now. Just get rid of it. <laughs> just, I mean, you can if you want, but you're going to take a hit. Like, you don't know how much of a massive hit you're about to get. But, of course, you couldn't tell her that. Couldn't tell her that beforehand. You couldn't tell her shit. Oh, what? House ownership. All right. Now she want to sell the house after a year. Tell me you dumb without telling me you dumb. All right? You big dummy. I mean, the likelihood that they'll not lose a couple tens of thousand dollars is... I mean, they're going to lose tens of thousands of dollars. I should say it like this. I mean, they're about to lose their ass on this. 
But she wanted the house. Now it's causing stress. You should have known this. But of course, reality had to hit. Is she guilty or does she have regret? Is she guilty or does she have regret? She's not expressing guilt. She's only expressing regret. But this regret is going to cause a financial calamity. All right. Just, all right. Partner. Let me hear a little bit more. Oh, by this, the way. What the hell happened here? All right. What happened? Where, where, where did she go? Wait a minute. Who all right. are you? Where did she go? New, 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 new world. Hey, man, where did that muskrat go? This is oh. going to be a long video, oh. so I do advise that maybe you get yourself a drink. I have Man, a cup of tea, to to all this. and I'm going to be talking about all the reasons why my partner and I are considering partner. selling our home within the first year of actually purchasing it. I will preface as well is that if you do have any negative opinions or if you are planning on leaving any negative comments about no negative. Um, entitlement or privilege oh. or anything like that, <laughs> Please um, just consider before you press the. Yeah, post. see, see, she don't want to hear the reality. See, she don't, she don't want to feel guilty. You hear this? I, I, I'm proving my point. Oh well, if you're gonna put something to make me feel guilty, if you're gonna try to make me feel guilty, if you're gonna make me look in the mirror, if you're gonna give me a double dose of reality, oh hell no, don't do that. However, I'm gonna express my regret for making this decision. <laughs> Let's continue, man. Oh, these feminists are funny, brother. All right, here we go. Button, just because, you know, we're not really about negativity here. Oh, I am. oh it's, it's negativity? Okay, okay. It's negativity. Got it. All right, here we go. I'm really being honest, and my partner was being really honest with me about okay. feelings. He does not want to join me in this video today. Because oh, what a shock. Look, he don't want no parts of this because he like, I told you. I told you. He's like, look, the husband don't want to be a part of the video. Oh, the partner. Did she say her husband or her partner? She said her husband when she wanted to go. He's like, man, God damn. You the one wanted this damn house. I wanted the one down there, $200,000 less. You wanted this one. Now you changing your mind? Shit. Mm. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. I got them figured out, fam. No accountability. She, now she got to come out here swinging on the vine by herself. Let's get, let's continue. Because he's not quite ready to talk about or to give his opinions on this particular topic. But in the current living crisis that we are in, I think that this topic is really quite important. And I also think that it might uh, benefit people who might be weighing up if they want to sell their home or any sort of financial stress opinions or thoughts that they might have for themselves. I do think that it is important that we talk about this because not everyone on YouTube is living this lavish lifestyle, even though a lot of the time that is what we see. And the reality... Oh, man, she, she all over the place in here. Well, I, I saw the people living lavish. And now I'm living lavish, and I wanted a lavish life. I wanted it, and then the mortgage payments start coming in. All right, then them, then them, uh, private mortgage insurance start coming in. Then them landscaping bills start coming in, and that first electric bill start coming in, and them two air conditioning bills start coming in. And she was like, "What the hell is this shit? What? Hold up." She's like, "Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait." What that mean? Wait, 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 wait. What is all this shit? And he was like, "I told you." Then the trash bills start coming in. Then the rats start eating up the uh, property. Then they had to renovate. And she was like, I want to knock this wall down. And then they got their first renovation bill. And it was like, oh, shit. Mm. And he ain't slept with his wife since they moved in. <laughs> right? <laughs> is, is that a lot of people are really struggling at the moment. 
and especially with the interest rates continuously rising in Australia, yep. mortgage prices are one of the biggest financial strains that can have not only on a person, but on a relationship as well. Yeah, see, see the mortgage price is going up. Oh, wait a minute. What's this balloon payment? What is this shit? Why are mortgage bills doubling overnight? <laughs> oh, it's having, a, it's having a strain on our relationship. What a shock. See, I keep telling you this. I keep telling you this. And here's the reality. So you guys think, well, all you have to do is coach. Nope, these normies come out here, and especially men who are married, they go, okay, yes, dear. And then when the reality hits their ass flat in the face, they don't want to hold themselves accountable. They'll just have, well, I regret doing it. Okay, how do we get out of this? How do you get out of this? We're about to lose 50 grand getting out of this. Okay, we don't lose any more future payments, but we're about to take a 50 to 80 grand hit. You want to just walk away from 50 to 80 grand? I'm pretty sure they didn't even put 50 to 80 grand down on their property. They're about to lose the down payment. They're about to walk away from 50 to 80 grand, and they're about to be what? Rentering, renting again. Mm. <laughs> them, HOA, them HOA receipts kicked in, 250. She's like, what? She was like, it, the, the air conditioning bill kicked in because you got a two-story home. You got two units. You don't have an apartment unit connected to other apartments. You had attached home. Now you have a detached home. And now what's happening? Her electric bill is now $1,200, $600. Where when she was at the apartment, the air conditioning bill was $44. It happens. It happens, fam. But uh, regret. No guilt. And she tried to run that guilt right away. She was like, nah, don't make me feel guilty about this shit. <laughs> All right. Last one. Last one. Uh-oh. Millennials are warning Gen Z not to make the same tattoo mistakes. I, be, I have a passion about this. When I see young women do this, I'm going, what are you doing to yourself? You're going to regret it. And then I'm never going to regret it. They end up regretting it. Not all of them. I actually did a show on this and showed you the statistics. When you're young, you try not to do anything permanent. Now, people are going to be like, no big deal. But, of course, this woman's going to address this point. We tell people not to do certain things until their brain is fully developed, age 25. We tell people kids are too young to do this and kids are too young to do that. But then when they do permanent shit like this, like tattoos, then, we, oh, what's the problem? Oh, you old people need to catch up. No. Ninja, you don't have a good job yet, so you don't understand that if you make this permanent mistake, you're actually restricting your opportunities moving forward. If you get divorced or you break up, you're, you're basically marking yourself. Um, I actually have a young lady that I deal with that has tattoos, and she's very ashamed of them. I mean, they're ridiculous, too. Sometimes she tries to cover them up when I got her legs pinned back, but it's like, why you covered it up? All right, I can see them. But let me let her explain in this video right here. Uh, let's see if I can put, oh, where's the video? Oh, my goodness. Come on, TikTok. TikTok always want to, TikTok always want to come on when I don't, Expect it. Now nah, they you want know to hide it. All right, so here we go right here. And shout out to all the people who have tattoos. This doesn't represent everybody. However, let's let her express this opinion here, and I'll tell you the statistics. You know when you were a teenager and you were like, this is not a phase, Mom. This is the real me. It was a phase. I am a considerably heavily tattooed woman. I've got a wrist to armpit, very full coverage arm sleeve. Got a stomach piece. Best part of a leg sleeve, which I only started in May last year. And a few others dotted around. 
There really is something to be said about brain development and decision making. Because when I tell you something just switched in my little head about one month before my 25th birthday. Like I woke up one day and I was like, what have I done? <sighs> you know, accountability is the woman's kryptonite. It's their kryptonite. It's their weakness, right? They want to do it. Don't tell me nothing. And then, oh, I shouldn't have done. Okay, somebody help me. I need somebody to pay for this removal. I mean, and she said overnight, overnight. What did I do? Oh, man, God dang it. Oh, this is going to affect me? People are going to judge me? Yes. I'm going to get fatter and the tattoos are going to look more ridiculous. I have to touch them up. What? <laughs> I have to cover them up. These people don't listen, fam. They don't listen. So now this is going to cost her thousands of dollars to remove and a whole bunch of pain. All right. What? I can't go to my PTA meeting like this? Now, some people are able to be non-regretful about this. However, they do get mad when people judge them. And I'm like, well, you did something that people don't normally do. Like when you were 20, it made sense. But now you're 44 and you got Mighty Mouse on your damn titty, you know. <laughs> perhaps that doesn't even you know what i mean like as a 22 year old woman that probably look cool as a 42 year old woman probably doesn't make much sense all right but let's go with it like i am cringing the f out about the majority of my tattoos most of them do not bring me joy they have no meaning or representation in my life who i am what i'm trying to not that tattoos need to but that's just how I'm feeling right now. So now I somehow need to find a way to remove extremely dark, heavy coverage tattoos. I somehow, again, no guilt. I somehow only regret have to figure out like how dumb do you got to be at this point, fam? How dumb do you have to be to think that you can now remove that when they told you it was permanent? Now, I can see a tattoo on your titty right there. That might be able to be removed. But baby, <laughs> baby, them tattoos are not coming off anytime soon, if ever, fam. And that tattoo on your stomach is atrocious. So now you want to, <laughs> so now, so now you want to remove, oh my God, yo, man, I tell you, man, regret is. Because <laughs> I changed my mind. I would love I, I, to say. Jesus, I, I changed my mind. Wish someone told me. What did I tell you about women changing their mind? They change their mind all the time and they think that's their right. Well, I changed my mind. Now fix it me but they did they have for years and you could not tell me shit yep she just said it you couldn't tell me nothing you couldn't tell me nothing i knew what i wanted to get out of my way yeah but now guess what help help somebody help i just need the money help <laughs> yo my goodness and that's you you couldn't tell me nothing exactly
If we really deep it, I don't think I ever was particularly bothered about tattoos and what I was having in the first place. I think I was looking for a sense of identity and yep. outward validation from oh. other people. Well, yep. Oh my goodness. Look at this. I mean, dude, I mean, listen, her body would be good, but look at that tattoo fam across her belly. That's trash. And by the way, that her her belly gonna look trash if she removes that. Oh God, you can't help them. I just don't feel like at this point in my life that I crave that attention and validation anymore like oh. I did. I know it probably seems like a, I just don't feel at home in this skin anymore. Like I feel like I need to shed it and become who. Does that see? Become who I was supposed to be. I was late for work, so now I'm in the bathrooms. But yeah, I just I can't stand to look at them. Honestly, I want them off my body. If I could scrub them all, I would scrub them all. Um, refresh your screen. I think it might be you yeah, might have a problem here, but um, she's a pretty good-looking girl, West End girl. I if I could just scrub them off, just let me scrub them off. And this is going to be a really long and expensive and painful process. So my advice to you is wait until you're older than 25 to get tattoos or make any changes to your body. Which brings up another point, the botched boobs that I got done when I was 19. That's oh, bring up another point. Now the, now the fake titty she got at 19. Oh, okay. A whole different other, that's a whole different other video. What is this? Dilly Gaff? Dilly Gaff? What does this even mean? Just dumb. Yep. Well, unfortunately, regret. Now, what comes with regret should be accountability, right? That should come with it. But no, it's help me. It's help. Help me do this. You Certainly, she doesn't have the money to correct that. Then you're going to tell her, well, you dumbass is permanent. Then there's no, somebody's going to tell her, well, there's nothing we can do. All right, this is going to be a mess. Your arm going to look like it got burnt, right? You're going to look atrocious. So you probably don't want to do this. Well, this is unbearable. It's kind of like when they tell women, you know, you, you know, late-term pregnancy is not best for everyone. You're going to have to freeze eggs. This is terrible. No, man, this is misogyny. No, 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 no. This is terrible. How dare you? And be like, you should have known, man. They didn't told you a long time ago. What's up? But anyway, let's get to these super chats. A uh, lovely part of the show. Lovely part of the show. No guilt, just regret. Did she say I feel guilty for doing this? No. She had mentioned about, she mentioned about the fact that uh, she wanted validation, but that about it. Dell, is it ability says some of those some of those guilts just sound like insecurities. So the list of guilt sound like insecurities. They didn't sound like uh, straight up guilt. Indeed, we got uh, Enigma. Says, Coach, one of them pogs look like my ex. Ninjas take notes. They just get bigger. He says, I got out, but it ain't cheap. Flatbacks for the win. Indeed. Now, if you don't mind that they're going to get bigger, they're just going to get bigger and bigger. And it's going to cost you a lot of money. But if you're doing it for recreational purposes, I understand. CGA is the GOAT. CGA, please don't post pog videos. All my blood then left my brain. These brothers out here. Yeah, y'all out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> All right. And some dude's going to say, that's not a pog. I can't wait for that. 
in the comment section. A pog is, they're going to tell me what girl is a pog. <laughs> they're going to start, they're going to start dicing up. Well, this girl's a pog and this one has a fupa print and this girl's hip to race ratio. Stop it. Shout out to observed and adapt. Observe and adapt, says coach. Being canceled on social media is like when your wife and or living girlfriend won't speak to you. It's a femme behavior indeed. It's femme. Uh, have you noticed that, you know, most people that are protectors of free speech, if they don't like something, they'll just don't watch it. <laughs> they'll be like, well, I won't watch it. I just won't follow or watch it. But people are the biggest hypocrites out here. The, the biggest hypocrites in America are people that say, I'm open-minded. I accept everybody except opinions that you don't like, right? You don't accept me or my opinions. Odd that you're the open-minded one. You're honestly the closed-minded one. And those are the people who are quick to hit the report button. All right. The open-minded people, the people who want to see and hear other people, the diversity people, the people that want other opinions to be, to matter. All of a sudden, when they don't like it, they the first one. <laughs> I thought you were into diversity and inclusion. I'm not included? <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Where's the inclusion? But people who are somewhat the supposed to be the closed-minded one, they let shit go. They like, well, listen, I just won't look over there. I don't agree with it. But they never hit the report. They never, they never tattletale. They never go and tell everybody, this is what they're saying. It's reprehensible. What are you doing? How dare you? We need to stop this type of conversation. The, the inclusion diversity people. <laughs> it's absolutely despicable. I'm like, do you see yourself in the mirror? Do I have to show you who you are? Terrible. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to hear that truth. All right, shout out to uh, Caitlin says, I thought, uh, coach, I thought, of the video you could add to your straggle and sniggle collection. There's a clip of a woman in Watts attacking a street vendor selling tacos. I already showed that one. Yeah. She was arrested and fired from her job. Actually, is it new? Because I actually showed a video like that before. Um, and I think it was a black woman, right? Black woman attacking the street vendor and whatnot. Some of them street vendors be, um, uh, carrying the, the jammy. So watch out, watch out. Some of them carry the jammy, even in California. So, you don't want to go and do that right there. All right. Venmo is not loading up. So uh, Brown through a note. Shout out to you for your super chat. And Venmo's not loading up. But I don't want to keep you guys and all of that stuff. But we'll be back for the evening. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I'm going to tell you, strike the like button as you exit the building. And subscribe if you're not subscribed. And if you hate, keep hating. But let the money pile up. And we out of here, brothers and sisters. Peace.